Beth, what's up? Hey. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. My first podcast. The very first one ever? That's right. Wow. I'm glad to uh, <laughs> glad to be the one to do it for right. you. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, I feel like you should have a podcast with what you have going on. You think so? Yeah. I definitely think so. Um, Arkansas hiking podcast or something? Yeah. You need something to, uh, I mean, you got, you got what you got going, right? You got the blog and stuff, but... Do you have the blog? Um, yeah, let's jump into it. So, uh, why don't you just tell us what you do? Why don't you just give us the rundown? Okay, well, I am an avid hiker, Arkansas native, and landscape photographer, and um, try to get out as often as I can. It's kind of just my side gig at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, landscape photography is not very lucrative, but uh, it's a lot of fun, and I really like to just be outside. I've been hiking since I was a little kid and have always kind of been an artist um but instead of painting now i like to photograph and so it's a great way to kind of be able to combine a lot of several of my passions at once um so it's cool it's a good it's a good hobby and it allows me to kind of do what i want to do in a solitary way or hang out with other people i've met some great other photographers through facebook and facebook groups and stuff um so it's been fun um and I yeah I enjoy it it's good. Um, what else do you want to know? <laughs> well, how did you? Um, how did it? Uh, I mean, obviously, you uh, you've been doing hiking for a while, right? And I'm assuming photography as well. Right. Um. Sorry. How did you? Uh, how did you kind of put them together and kind of get uh, get the ball rolling? What what struck the the lightning there? Well. I guess, so I've always been kind of outdoorsy, uh, and my family's pretty outdoorsy. We always did road trips or like camping trips as our family vacations. Uh, and my mom was a photography teacher at the Fayetteville High School, that's where I'm from, Fayetteville. Um, so I guess I came by naturally. Um, but I had a little Canon point and shoot camera in high school that I loved, um, and kind of learned a lot through that. And then once I was an adult after college, um, I was on Facebook and had joined a bunch of hiking groups and saw so many like beautiful waterfall pictures where they've got that like silky effect where it's, it looks all like ethereal. And, and I was like, how do I do that? I really want to figure out how to do that. And so I just started reading tutorials and bought my first starter DSLR and went out and did it and like just hit the trail and started doing it with some like very basic equipment. Um, and that was like two years ago. Um, so it's, I've really like learned a lot since then. I feel like I've improved a lot and gotten a new camera. I've gotten all new gear since then. Um, but just even, even with the basic stuff, like a $400 kit, seeing what I could do with that was really encouraging. And, um, and I mean, even if I wasn't getting good shots, it was just enough to like be out there and, and, you know, be able to see it and be able to go hike and, um, it's allowed me to go out and see a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't get to see, which is cool. Um, and I don't think Arkansas necessarily has a reputation for being one of the most gorgeous states or anything. So it's nice to be able to, you know, kind of show off some of the stuff that is good about Arkansas. So yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, nice. For sure. Um, as an Arkansas native, I definitely have conflicting feelings about the state. And um, as a transplant in central Arkansas, we were talking before the show started about you know, Little Rock has its kind of ups and downs, its pros and cons. Um, but there's some really good things about the state and even some of its like more rural or out of the way places have some cool things to offer. Yeah. 
what uh what kind of places do you look for uh when you are figuring out where you want to go and what you want to photograph well i really like waterfalls that's kind of what got me started um so anywhere in the ozarks basically so north of here um but i figured out that I hadn't been to like almost all of the Arkansas state parks. There's like four or five I'd been to several times and I hadn't visited so many others. Um, so I think just this last fall, I decided I was going to try to start a project where I visit all of them. I don't know how long that's going to take. Um, but I started at Cane Creek state park, which is outside of Pine Bluff. I was like, let me just pick one. That's like so random, not anywhere that I'd normally pick. Like let's go down to Pine Bluff. <laughs> so that's what I did, and it's really cool. Uh, there's something really nice about like the cypress trees. There's it's it's really like bayouy down there, and there's um, it's super different from the mountains of Ozark or the Ozark area, but it is cool. Um, so I was trying to get out of my comfort zone of the you know the Ozark Mountains, and I'm trying to get out there to the southeast area and see or southwest area and see some more of the bayou-y stuff because it has its own kind of charm yeah the farmlands yeah the places the where stuff. waterfalls can't exist exactly <laughs> exactly uh so yeah i kind of like the swamp the swamp is like eerie and kind of creepy and mysterious but yeah. beautiful in its own way so. yeah uh i think there's one of the governing bodies over the state parks has uh, something you can get where I think if you visit each one of them or something. Yeah? Yeah, see if you can help me help me out here. Something about <laughs> all the Arkansas State Parks. And, like, it's like a some kind of, like, like a merit badge or something. Basically, <laughs> it's like a checklist, and you have to get it. You have to go to each one of them. And then, like, at the end, it's I can't remember. It's like a coin or some kind of something that, like. I'll have to look into that. I uh, I knew this girl who, like, that was her life's dream was to visit a mall and really? she was telling me something about it and I was like, hmm, okay. But, uh, I'm, I can't remember all the details now. It's been too long. Um, yeah, I don't know a good way to Google that. Do, do, uh, Arkansas state park checklist. See what, see what comes up on that. Cause there's, there's definitely something I'm trying to remember now. And I can't even remember... Uh, which body is the one? Uh, click on that. Click on list of parks. Maybe that there's something we can find in there. Can you drink Arkansas and Arkansas State Parks? Of course, that's one of the questions. <laughs> I'm sure that's a frequently asked question. Yeah. Um, but they the state parks do have a program, at least that I know of, because I was a part of it this past year, their Arkansas Ambassador Program, where they have folks who are active on social media in different areas like hiking or mountain biking or kayaking or rock climbing. Um, <clears throat> and their work is showcased by the Arkansas State Parks, and you get perks. And one of the perks I got last year was a free weekend at Mount Magazine at the Lodge, which was really cool. Nice. Um, I don't know if you've ever been up there, but Arkansas's mm -mm. tallest point, which is not saying much, but it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's really pretty. Mount Magazine. Where's that at? That is south of Ozark. It's outside of Paris, Arkansas, actually, uh, which has a mini Eiffel Tower there. It's very romantic. Does it really? It does. You know, I've been to Paris, Arkansas one time. For what reason? Uh, back when I was, oh man, I was still in high school. 
uh, Lucero was playing a show there. Wow, in Paris? In Paris. Wow. Um, it was a very small show. At what venue? Um, I think it was at one of their like local parks. It was outside. Neat. Um, That's kind of cool. And it, it was, I had never been to Paris, Arkansas. I was like, oh, this is why I've never been to Paris, yeah, Arkansas. Yeah, Once I got there. <laughs> um, and yeah, just saw that show and couldn't buy beer because I was too young. Very bummed about it. Yeah, that kind of would take all the fun out of it. But it, it was a good time. It was a good time. And that's the only time I've ever been there. Well, Mount Magazine is gorgeous. Um, and actually, not to totally change the subject, but when I was up there, I took my boyfriend and he proposed while we were up there. So it was a fun, free weekend nice. up at the lodge that ended up being paid for by the State Park. Thank Congratulations, you, Congratulations, by the way. Thank you very much. Um, but the food up there is not very good and they have you held captive up at the lodge there's nowhere to eat you're up on this mountain the food mm. at the lodge is like pretty subpar mm. so we were like well we, we just got engaged let's we want to eat something good where do we go you have to drive at least like an hour to go anywhere um and i mean even in paris arkansas like what what is there to eat we went to d's drive-in in coal hill arkansas and coal hill is home of the wampus cats oh i don't know if you knew about the wampus cats <laughs> Uh, but that was that was fun. Little hole in the wall drive-in in Coal Hill, which is like outside of Ozark. Um, and we drove an hour and a half away from Mount Magazine just to have cheeseburgers and vanilla malts. But it was good. Nice. Yeah, it was a good way to cap off the evening. Cheeseburgers and vanilla malts are always a good go-to. To be yeah, honest with you, that is my go-to. Yeah, you can't go wrong there. No. And if you if you have gone wrong, you're at the wrong spot. <laughs> exactly. I know. Yeah, apparently Sonic stopped carrying malt powder, so no more vanilla malts from Sonic. I was really? very disappointed to hear that, yeah. I did not know That's that. That's a travesty. What's the... How do you have a shake joint without malt? It doesn't make I sense don't know. to me. That's, that's basically what I asked. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I feel like they're making up. a big mistake. <laughs> I agree. That's I'm glad you looked up the Wampus Cat, because I'm also curious about the Wampus Cat. Oh, wait, the Wampus Cat's a real thing? Apparently so. What did that... Wait, go back. What did that say about a... What, did that, what was the definition of a wampus cat? Creature in American folklore that varies widely in appearance. Uh, that, first of all, that right there says a lot about the wampus cat. He yeah. just looks different every time you see him. Yeah. Uh, so. Ranging from frightful to comical, depending on the region. I think in Coal Hill, he's more comical. Interesting. Uh, now I need some more on some wampus cats at this point. Uh, what? Uh, frightful to comical? Yeah, what do we got? These are just cougars. Yeah, these are mountain lions. This is not. Is that? Although it could be, you know, one of those Ozark colloquial terms for a cougar. It wouldn't surprise me. That would oh, make there sense. We go. What is that one with the six legs or four legs and two arms? <laughs> Never seen a cat with arms. Isn't Conway's school mascot a wampus cat? It might be. I think there's multiple wampus cats in Arkansas. Yeah. I think so. <sighs> Why, I don't know. Go see. Go back. See if you can find, like, an article on a wampus cat. See if we can get... I, this is not completing the story for me. Story of a wampus cat. Appalachian history. Here we go. Appalachianhistory.net. This seems legit. In Missouri, they call it a galley wampus. Oh, shit. <laughs> In Arkansas, it's the whistling wampus. What the fuck are we? Half dog, half cat creature that can run erect or on all fours. Okay, this is this is getting strange. <laughs> 
feel like we're we're going down a weird path here. Cherokee <laughs> folklore, which is filled with the tales of the spirits, looking in the deep dark forest that surrounds villages. Blah, blah 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 blah. Zoom in a little bit. You got you got me you got me squinting here. These little useless baby blue eyes aren't. Uh, here we go. Okay. Is that big enough for you? Yeah, that's that's the joint. Evil demon, spirit of madness, terrorizing village. Okay, this is the Cherokee something. Cherokee, what is that, folklore? Is this where the, is this trying to tell me where the wampus cat came from? I, I think so, yeah, I guess. I think it's the history of the, the wampus cat. Iwa? Is that how they're? Iwa. I'm thinking is it's Iwa. Iwa? The war chiefs argued that Iwa could no longer feast on the dreams of the Cherokee children. Something must be done. Okay, now we're getting to it. Uh, strongest brave, go alone. I'm going to fight the Wampus Cat. Okay, give me, go down. Give me some more. Give me some more here. Um. Yeah. Do we have a description of the Wampus Cat? I'd yeah, like that's to, what I, I need. I thought maybe one of its traits is that it has multiple, like more legs than it should. Six, six plus legs. But I don't know if that's true or not. This is just telling that the Indians, I guess, hunted the wampus cat, right? <laughs> or it's a it's an ancient Native American myth. Uh, yeah, wampus oh, cat. Conway, Conway High, High School. School. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I thought it was a wampus You're cat. You're right. I thought a wampus cat was just like a cougar. That's what, because I didn't know there was That's a story. That's what says. The Conway wampus cat's a fearsome creature described as a large sort of mountain lion with glowing eyes that stalks its prey at night. That's what I thought. And oh, the wampus cat has six, six, six legs. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Well, there you go. Well, now we know. Well, this cat has six legs, apparently. <laughs> the things you can see out in the woods in Arkansas. Did you see any wampus cats? I have not seen a wampus cat. I mm. have run into a bear. I've run into coyotes, but I've never run into a wampus cat. Okay, yet. now, now yet. I've got questions. Okay. Where did you find a bear? <laughs> and tell me about this bear. So the bear, this was in July a couple years ago. I was out at the Buffalo River, the like west western end of the Buffalo River, lower Buffalo, out at Woolham. And that's the very end of the OHT, the Ozark Highlands Trail. And there's this cool feature on the buffalo out there called the NARS, or the Narrows. But everybody calls it the NARS because we're in Arkansas. Because mm, um, we can't talk. Because we can't talk. <laughs> so to get there, you have to ford the buffalo. So you have to get across the water, which in July it felt good, so it was fine. But then you end up in this field, and you kind of have to bushwhack your way up to this neat kind of rock thing. That's It's like this rock spine along the buffalo. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, so I was trying to get up on top of that. It's all alone, of course. I do a lot of hiking alone. And after this, my I shouldn't have told my mom about this story because she hasn't let me get away without giving it. Like, she gives me a fresh thing of pepper spray every time I see her <laughs> and, like, a little personal alarm. And I'm like, Mom, I don't know if that's going to help with a bear. But so anyway, I turned the corner basically on this trail, and there's this bear, like a kind of an adolescent bear probably. Um, black bear? Yes, little black bear. Um which luckily we don't have grizzlies here in Arkansas, but he was probably 500 feet away or something. Um, and we just like froze and stared at each other and he didn't know what to do. And I didn't know what to do. Um, and I just immediately thought about like what I'd read, like what you're supposed to do when you see a bear and you start making noise and start hollering and, and make yourself look bigger. And he just turned tail and ran away. Wow. Um, which I scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> so right. scared, but I was like, man, I've made it this far. I'm almost here. I've driven like three hours away from Little Rock. I'm I'm getting to this place now. Like I, I have to. And so he ran the way that I was hiking to. So I was like, I'm just I'm gonna keep going. I'm just gonna keep going and, and make noise the whole way so he knows I'm here and I didn't see him again. But 
Uh, once I got up to where I was like going to get up on this rocky area, it was like obvious he had been eating. There was like a, what was left of a bird that he'd been like tearing apart. I was like, cool. Hungry bear. It's great. Yeah, even better, <laughs> it's right? It's really cool. <laughs> hungry bear and you just disturbed his meal. I know. So now uh... he's still hungry <laughs> and he's on the loose. Ooh, yeah. So luckily I didn't encounter him again, but it's a fun story. Wow. Yeah. Make noise when you're out in the woods by yourself. Yeah. Make a lot of noise. I feel, I feel like probably most bears, especially out there, uh, their go-to would be to turn tail and run, unless it's that mama defending her cubs. Right. You don't want to get Luckily. in between a mom and her babies. Yeah. Um, and the only time I run into coyotes, we saw it was me and a couple of friends, luckily, and one of my friends uh, goes out all the time, and she's a gun person, so she has a gun, which is kind of comforting. I don't want one, but she can have one. Um, but there, we were just hiking out. We were bushwhacking out to this waterfall and ran into, like, a little group of baby coyotes, like, young, like, pups. And the first thing I thought was, like, oh, shit, mom is around. Like, we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, and my friend got her gun out and everything. But, like, they ran away and we never saw them again. And they just kind of disappeared. But, like, <sighs> yeah. Don't, I don't, I don't want to get in between a, uh, like a mama bear or coyote and her babies. That'd be a bad situation. Were you more nervous about the coyotes or about the bear? Probably about the bear, just because I was by myself. Yeah. Uh, and he was a lot bigger. Also, that's If I really had to fight off, like, a couple little coyote pups, like, I could, I guess, like, punch them all and that was, get yeah. away. <laughs> I don't so, know. Yeah. In my brain, in, in my, you know, masculine, uh fucked up brain i can i can take coyote yeah i can take multiple coyotes especially if they're little they're just yeah they're just small dogs but right? yeah a, a big old bear especially out in the middle of nowhere like Bear's it tough. was it's like I yeah don't, I don't no know when i could take a bear um and they say like you know with grizzlies you're supposed to play dead if a grizzly attacks you you're supposed to act like you're dead and eventually it'll leave you alone but if a black bear attacks you you're supposed to fight back is what i've heard because it's pretty rare for a black bear to attack you um, but they, it means like they're super hungry or they're like desperate or something. So black, you need to fight them. Black bear are also excellent climbers, right? Like you can't just yes. climb a tree to get away no. from them. Um, what was that story of the guy that played dead or, or the guy who got, a, there was two guys that got attacked by a grizzly and it ate one of them and the other guy ran and climbed a tree. There I don't know. Some but story about this. Did he get away? I think it killed both of them, if I remember right. And it was a mama grizzly. Uh, bear attack man survived. That No, that's not it. That's not it. Anyway, that was somewhere sure out west. so many of those. Grizzlies. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like most people aren't surviving a grizzly attack. No, probably not. What's the size of a, what's the size of a black bear and what's the size of a grizzly bear? That's what... Black bears are a lot smaller. So, I mean, in theory, I guess, if you if adrenaline really kicked in, you could take one, but I wouldn't want to have to. American black bear, four and a half feet. Is that... Uh, oh, that's length. Oh, that so, picture is yeah, a big old But uh, the mass of a male is going to be, what does it say, 130 to 660. That is a wide range, so... And then a female is well, 90, 20, that's prob Well, no, that does say adult. So even still, a 130-pound bear. So a bear is essentially a dog, right, in the same family? Right. So a 130-pound dog. Well, that's like, I mean, that'd be like me taking, I mean, 
that's like similar to my weight. I mean, it'd be me taking on me, but yeah. a lot scarier. <laughs> with with razor sharp teeth. Yeah, and claws. And claws. Yeah. Uh, and you're, yeah, your same mass. <laughs> Or more. Or more. Probably more. Or up to six times your yeah, mass. That's terrifying. Yeah. That's I'm glad not... we don't have grizzly bears here. Yeah, grizzlies. Yeah. Oh, shit. 600 pounds. Yeah. Or females, 290 to 440. Jesus. No, so, really, black bear can get up to grizzly bear size, according to the internet. Because it said black bear are up to 600 pounds as well? Yeah. Is that what that said? Yeah. Wow. So they can get there. But... Uh, we have a robust black bear population, but... Uh, grizzlies are longer, 6.5 feet, compared to the 3-foot <laughs> black bear. That's it's it. good to know. Stats. Bear, if, uh, bear stats. Is, I wonder, does that mean length, like, their height? I'm always curious about four-legged like snout, snout to tail or so something. So this one specifically has a height listed and it says 3.3 feet and that's shoulder that's got to be shoulder that's yeah what it says. Adult yeah at adult shoulder. at shoulder yeah okay. but this one didn't have a height hmm. <laughs> so yeah i don't know if the so surely well obviously 4.5 feet they're not taller than a grizzly no, at the shoulder no. so that's got to be overall length that's yeah. got to be when they're standing up. Yeah. So that's kind of short. I didn't realize black bear were that short. Yeah, they're they're not very big. Was the guy that you saw? Did he look like a big dog? May, maybe like like mastiff or something yeah. size dog. Yeah, Heavy like a set. Newfoundland or something. Yeah, big old boy. But yeah. yeah, I don't honestly. I don't think I was paying that much attention to sizing him up. <laughs> like, you don't want to die. No, <laughs> just need to scare him off. I'm gonna get off topic here, but. I there's only one time that I've ever been afraid of a dog. Um and I was pretty young. I say pretty young. I was a young adult driving. I drove to uh I drove to this girl's house we were going to hang out and uh her parents, they had a little money. They had a nice house. Drove down their driveway. They're out in the middle of nowhere. Um and I get out of my car and I go to walk up to their door. And around the corner of their house runs this Doberman. And these were not pets. This dog was not a pet. So I was like, okay, all right, I'm friendly. What's up? What's up, dog? Because I like dogs. And uh, I was okay. And I was walking towards him like, hey, boy. And then all of a sudden, another one comes around. So then in my brain, I'm like, I can take one, but I can't take two. Mm-hmm. I'm in trouble. So I got back in my car and called her. And I think I'd be scareder with a bear. <laughs> I think I'd be more apprehensive. That sounds pretty scary, too. But, yeah, I just just also the situation being out in the middle of the woods by myself. I mean. Well, yeah, that's even worse. It's right? scary. But, you know, there's. There's some risk to it, and that's kind of what makes it fun. There's part of what makes it fun. I'm not necessarily an adrenaline junkie at all. I don't love, like, I'm someone that doesn't like roller coasters, but I'll go out in the woods and confront a bear. So I guess we all have our own, like, things, but... That is a that is a different risk, right? <laughs> uh, but, like, last night, for instance. So yesterday I was actually out with my friend Brennan, the girl that totes a gun that I saw the coyotes with. Um we were out at Haw Creek Falls, which is a little campground off of Highway 123, like north of Clarksville. Um, and it actually might be decommissioned because the Park Service can't afford to keep it up. Um, 
so which kind of sucks but anyway we were out there last night we were going to take some star trail pictures and ran into some backpackers that were coming into the campground off of the ozark highlands trail um and we talked to them for a little bit and after you know they told us like their knees were hurting they were running out of food and like actually could we get a ride with you guys back down to russellville when you leave and we were like well okay um but we were going to be hanging out for another like three or four hours taking pictures and then leaving like eight or nine um so they just kind of like went back over to their little campground and we were like you can come hang out with us if you want but we like didn't see them again until they were get we were getting ready to leave um but that whole time we were just brennan and i were like oh man uh the more i think about this the more i'm like freaking out i don't even know what their names are like <laughs> i'm a little scared but you know we we when we were getting ready to leave, we said, hey, guys, you still need a ride? And they said, yeah. And we took them down to Russellville, and we did not get murdered. But uh, we <laughs> we were both like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Picking up hitchhikers in the dark uh, at a campground in the middle of nowhere is maybe not, like, what I recommend to everyone. But it worked out for us. Oh, holy F- shit. It felt I... like a good deed in the, you know, that we were doing at the time. Um, but then there was like three hours in between them asking us for a ride and then us actually getting ready to leave. And we were both joking, like, they should have just asked us right when we were getting ready to leave because we've had too much time to freak out about what this could possibly be. Yeah. And I've listened to too many, like, true crime podcasts about, like, just because it's a couple, like, doesn't mean it's safe. Like, what if she's there to, like, help lure us into a false sense of security? Right. Right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we did it and we didn't get murdered, so. I didn't even think about... So all the animal talk is where my brain first goes to. People are way scarier. I'm way, scarier. way more scared of people out in the woods. And we were actually joking with these people. They were from San Francisco and they actually were really nice young couple. But we were joking with them like, actually, you guys are lucky to have run into us because <laughs> there's so many like weird meth heads and just scary people out here that you could have literally run into anyone. Um, so it's like you guys got in the car with us too. Um, <laughs> but Everybody's like, lucky in this situation. Exactly. But even like on the drive back to Russellville, like we just, we saw some dude just like walking along the side of the road and we were like, yep, like that guy, we wouldn't have picked him up, but <laughs> they're out here. So yeah, people are way scarier. Um, and it's more likely that like an accident or a person would kill you than like an animal. Out oh, for the woods. sure. So yeah, so that's comforting. <laughs> yeah, especially a backpacker, mm-hmm. like someone who's just like, because they're just roaming anyway. Right. What's the chances that by the time they're found out? Right. And there, I mean, there have been lots of murders on the Appalachian Trail. Like, oh that's one God. of those places that's known for, like, backpacker murders. So, it's scary stuff. That The Appalachian Trail terrifies me in general. Me too. I love to be outside and I love to hike, but like I'm just not like a long distance backpacker. Yeah, um, that's a that's a whole other undertaking, it is. right? It is. Uh, yeah, and like these people that we saw yesterday, they were like, you know, didn't have a ride, didn't have a car, weren't sure that like where they were going. Like, were asking us about like, well, which town should we go to next? And I was like, I can't imagine starting a through hike like without a without knowing like where I was going to end or having like a ride at the end of it. But like, cool, man. Wow. It's the way of the road, I guess. It's the way she goes. I guess. I didn't realize that really that was still... I mean, I guess it makes sense if, you, if you're just floating with the wind. But I didn't realize people still did that. I know. I don't think I could handle it, but... It's a wild life. Yeah. It's a rough life. I know. I imagine. 
very different than living out here in the burbs. Yeah. <laughs> like the polar opposite, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, kind of romanticize it a little bit, like, you know, like being a train kid or something. Sounds cool. Probably not so cool in practice. No. Uh, it, I think the idea gets romanticized because, uh, right, like you're just going with the wind and you go with the flow and everything's chill and you're laid back. You have no responsibilities. Right. No job. Everything's cool. But, but showering every day is cool right well having a sense of stability for at least for me is cool like i need to i need to have have a little money and like know where i'm gonna be laying my head that night and you know just those little creature comforts that i need like being able to fill your belly home yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. not getting stabbed those are all cool things those are great things (laughs) have to have them yeah 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 (laughs) yeah not so romantic getting stabbed i feel like uh, unless you're Romeo and Juliet, I guess. Yeah, unless it's like a suicide murder pact or something. Like yeah. A, you know, but that's a whole different thing. It is. Yeah. And it's only romantic when you're young, right? Young right. and dumb. Exactly. Less when you're older. You know better. Like, this is, you guys are silly. <laughs> you guys are a bit ridiculous. So, um, which parks, uh, have been your favorite so far? Well, and see. I, I'm going to be honest with you, okay. I'm not up to date on my state parks. I was about so to you, say. you're going to have to, you're going to have to area me here. Okay. All right. So the Louisiana Purchase State Park was pretty cool and it's southwest of here. It is outside of Clarendon, Arkansas, which is, there's no reason you would need to know where that is. No idea. Um, but if you like barbecue, you can tie in a nice little side trip to Craig's, which is in Duvall's Bluff on the way. Oh, shit. Do I you, do you like love barbecue? some fucking barbecue. Have you heard of Craig's? I haven't heard of Craig's. Oh, it's amazing. It's a little shack in Duvall's Bluff, Arkansas, not that far off I-40. Best little hole-in-the-wall barbecue place ever. Um, it's real good. Get a pulled pork sandwich. Um, Ooh, that's my go-to. Anyway, so it's it's really good. Um, but like 45 minutes past there is Louisiana Purchase state park and it is super tiny i like didn't think i would be that impressed by it but it's really neat um it goes through this really cool little cypress swamp and there's a boardwalk that goes along it so you don't have to get your feet wet um and it's pretty small it's pretty short but there's this marker there at the end of this boardwalk um that is pretty neat uh and it was just really cool to think about like that's the significance of that place is where I can get this right. Um, When they were doing the surveying of the Louisiana Purchase, like somebody started in like Atlanta and somebody started way north of here. And that little place outside of Clarendon, Arkansas was like where where they met. Um, And one of the the markers was placed there, I guess, while they were surveying the land. Um, But it is shady and it would be hard to get through there, especially in the summer. It's like super thick, super swampy. There's alligators there and stuff. It is gross. but just historically, I thought it was really neat. Um, and even in the summertime, it was pretty quiet. There was nobody else there, um, which I was not surprised by. But that and the barbecue sandwich was very satisfying. That was a good state park day. Mm. Um, Wait, you do have you have a blog as well, right? I do have a blog. Let me. You, do you have that uh, state park in your blog? I do have that state park in my blog. See if you can pull that up. Let's. Uh, we're gonna follow you down right. this trail. We're All gonna right. see these parks okay, while you cool. while you tell us some stuff about them. Great. Ah, oh, there it is, your website. Nice. That's a great website. Thanks. Did you do that? I, I did. 
WordPress, baby. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's who we use, isn't it? No, I Are think we Squarespace use folks? No, Wix. Oh yeah, we're oh, Wix. Wix. Nice, mm. Wix. We're not. We're not WordPress. We're Wix. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, yeah, the blog's been on and off a little bit lately, but I'm trying to keep it up like once a month as I can. Um, side hustle, right? Side hustle. I get it. I'm about that life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yes, that was. So the way it works, you go, you go to these places, you go to these parks, you take your shots, uh, and what you you put them on, you put these shots on your website, and you tell a little bit about the park, or yes. how does that work? Yes, and I, especially with some of the parks, I've gotten kind of into. I didn't realize how into it, this I would be, but a lot of them have some really interesting history, and I've gotten to do some like n- nerdy research into. Arkansas history, which I did not think would be an interest of mine, but somehow is. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things I did this past summer was go to the Tall Peak Fire Tower in the Washita Mountains, which is like way southwest of here. It's outside of Mina, but like down near Texarkana almost. Um, but it's this old fire tower that the Civilian Conservation Corps built in like the 30s. Um, it still stands on the top of this tower or on top of this uh, mountain in the Washita's and I spent the night up there in a hammock in the summer uh, so I could take Milky Way pictures too it was really really cool nice. um, but just while I was writing the blog post about that did a bunch of research into the, like the Civilian Conservation Corps and like fire towers in America and was like this is super interesting uh, so the blog kind of allows me to do research into lots of weird little side things that I wouldn't have found out about otherwise, which I love. That's, um, yeah, that's even cooler. Yeah, I little like that. rabbit holes you yeah. can just fall into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes it that much better. Is our internet fucking up? Yeah, it just doesn't want to load. I've tried clicking on it several times. It's just taking a second. Our internet's terrible. I hope I'm not connected still. Yeah, I was listening to a couple of your old episodes and noticed that was a theme across across some of the episodes. It is. <laughs> uh, I So since then, I have upgraded mm-hmm. to the best internet that I can. Great. But uh, our router uh, and modem are still all the way on the other end of the house. Mm-hmm. And so, so we do what we it can. makes things so much more difficult. I understand. Uh, I've, been th- I've been like contemplating a way to route and hardwire everything to try to make it a little better. But, you know, that's just so much more. Little bits at a time. I know. Only so we much. We do what we can. Yeah. Again, hobbies, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> side hustles. Yeah, side hustle. It's all about the side hustle. That's right. Um... So yeah, so the blog, what kind of other um, history things have you come across? Wait, you got a you got a shopping cart on there too? I you do. sell your pictures? I do. Nice. I mean, I try. <laughs> I've sold a couple. Uh, I do have some prints for sale on my shop. Um, and But more of what I'm trying to get into as far as like if I were to be able to make some more money off of photography. Um, I've had some photos published in Arkansas Life, and I would I was like, oh, that would be a great way to try to make some money off this is just to have, like, publications pick it up and stuff. Yeah. Fo- photo prints really aren't. No. There. Yeah, no. And mm-hmm. several of my friends that are photographers, they, you know, finance their hobby by shooting weddings and stuff. I'm just like, that's totally not, it's totally not my bag. I'm with you. Yeah. Too much stress. 
none yeah. of that. And my day job is as an office manager in a law firm. So like, I like my quiet. I like orderliness. I don't think I could. I don't think I could gel very well in, for, in a wedding situation. Yeah. As the photographer. Bridezillas. Yeah, that'd be hard. The yeah. mom more than anything. Oh god. <laughs> It's too much, right? <laughs> I think so. Weddings are fun if you don't have anything to do at a wedding. Yes. If you just get to be the guest and get hammered. Like, yeah. That's the best. That's the jam. <laughs> that's the role you want. Yeah. I can imagine. That would mm-hmm. be the best. That's uh, every wedding I've ever been to. That's the that's part I've played. <laughs> and I'm really good at it. Oh, yeah. Really, I thought you've really got it down it. to a science now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty great at that part. Uh, everything else seems like it's too much work. Yeah. Especially for just like an event, you know? For just one day. Yeah, yeah. man. Your so marriage is the plan. rest of your life. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> well, I like it's supposed to be, I Rarely. guess. <laughs> I guess 50% of the time or more, it's not. So yeah. I retract my statement. Do you, um, have you put a lot of planning into yours so far? Some. How long is how long has this engagement been now? Since November, and we're getting married okay. in September. So nice. It's like almost a year of planning, which is good. We're yeah. going to go as low-key and as cheap as possible because we yeah. want to go on a dope-ass honeymoon and then start our lives yeah. not in debt. That's where together. to – if you're going to spend money, that's where to do it, on your trip, right? That's what I think. Just on the two of you because yeah. fuck everybody else. I know. I don't know why people do it. I know. I don't either. I mean, if, if we had some relative that was going to come out of the woodwork and be like, here's all the money and, you know, here's – do whatever you want to do and I'll pay for it. Be like, great, sure. but – that's just not a reality in my life. So, sure. you know, we're doing what we can. Yeah. That's fine. But yeah. yeah, I'd much rather go spend two weeks in Portugal than yeah. spend $80,000 on like a wedding and a, like a ball gown and all that shit. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I would like to, yes, yeah, spend more time, more money on the experience of the honeymoon. I think yeah. that's like where my focus will be. You guys um, have a plan on that yet? I think we're going to go to Portugal. That's what we're talking about. Really? Yeah, Lisbon area for two weeks. Nice. Yeah. My, uh, one of my best friends, he married a girl from Portugal. Mm. So he spent a lot of time over there, and he said it is great, as long as you don't have to drive. Oh, really? The driving there is nuts? We've been talking about renting a car, but we might not. He said the roads are terrible. Really? Yeah. Okay, good to know. Yeah. But I want to drink a lot of wine and eat a lot of tapas and hang out on some beaches. Yeah, he said that's the that's the... If you're going to go, yeah. that's the thing to do. He said there are a lot of underground clubs that are the best. Okay. A lot of electronic music. Okay. Uh, but he said there's so much fun, and it's like a Vegas casino. You will completely lose track of time. Whoa. And they party till, like, 10 a.m. Yeah, and they don't start partying until, like, 1 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so you come out, and then the sun's up, and you're like, what time is it? What day is it? Where am I at? So, But he said it's great. All right, cool. So it's a lot of fun. I might be into that. And of course, their wild. beaches are fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and the so I hear. That's what I'm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That's the plan, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the f- and the food will be fantastic for sure. I've done. Uh, I've been in Spain a little bit. Um, oh really? What yeah. part of Spain? Uh, in the Canary Islands, mm. Las Palmas, Tenerife. Um, Ooh, Tenerife. Not for fun, for work. Oh. Um, but, uh, I did get a little bit of free time mm-hmm. and it was pretty rad. I would hope so. In Tenerife. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. There's, uh, in that area too, there's so much, uh, outdoorsy stuff. Like they've got the volcanoes there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, shit like that. It'd be pretty rad. Yeah. We'd talked about going to like Iceland or something. Cause I mean, what a bucket list place to go, especially for outdoorsy stuff. But 
I was afraid I'd have FOMO and be like, we need to be out doing shit at every second of every day of our honeymoon. I'd like rather spend like definitely scheduling some time where we're like, we're just going to lay around and drink wine and eat topless and yeah, some downtime. Take naps and yeah. skinny dip and whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm with you on that. Yeah. Uh, really like taking trips. The downtime is my favorite. Like you want to experience place. Sure. But I'm, I'm pretty lazy. I yeah, I'm pretty lazy. <laughs> I do a lot, but I got a lazy streak. I have the opposite problem. I like to schedule on too much stuff, and so I've got to really try to, like, rein it in and, and try to make sure we schedule in lots of downtime. Really? Yeah. I really like to go, go, go. If I'm if I'm going, I like, want to do it, you know? I mean, I guess. I guess. It makes sense. Like, because maybe you'll only be there once, right? Right. Who knows? But so. I'm going to make myself be lazy. Yeah. That'd be good. You should. You should enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. Do you guys, uh, you guys have a venue yet for your wedding? You get married in a... my parents' home. Oh, even better. Yeah. In their backyard. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. It's free. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way to go. Yeah. They live, uh, you're, they're up in the Fayetteville they're area, right? Fayetteville, you're in the, yes. you're, that's where you're from. That's yeah. right. So anywhere there is going to be beautiful anyway. Yes. So yeah, it's a win win so. there. Yeah, so that's good. And in the fall, Fayetteville, yeah, get out of here. Get out of town. (laughs) Fayetteville in the fall, get out of here. I hope so. I planned it for a weekend where there's not a Razorback football game, so, or at least not in town, so hopefully it won't be too insane. It's the weekend before Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue, so. Okay, yeah. Would not want to, yeah. The roar of the motorcycles maybe wouldn't be, like, the best ambient music for... You are you know, a planner. low-key wedding, but... Smart. Yeah, sorry, I'm pretty Think type A. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. Uh, you know. That's, uh... Yeah, that's smart. I'm a wing it guy, so, yeah, that you're way better off than me It in takes that. all kinds. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Sometimes I think that it doesn't take all kinds. There's <laughs> kinds that are just way better than others. <laughs> Uh, you might be right. Ah, you got it. Louisiana Purchase State Park. Look at you. Tiny park, tons of history. Yeah. So this is this is just the about to, right? Yes. Or the about of the park. So I always include and, a little map, and then I always have my photos, and then kind of like a, a, you know, a little history, a kind of a blurb about how the park started or the historical significance of the park. And then, you know, a few paragraphs about my experience there. Is that... um. That picture right there, mm-hmm. uh, is that what most of the park looks like? Yes. And we actually went in the summer when it was really dry, so it's a lot of that is usually covered in water. Okay. Um, but it was really muddy. Marshy, then. Yes. M- muddy, swampy. Interesting. And where's this Where's this at? So this is, the, the town technically is Blackton, Arkansas, but okay. it's kind of southwest of Duval's Bluff, or southeast of Duval's Bluff. That's the marker. Okay. That's the one where they met at? Yes. So so the legend says? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's way out in the middle of nowhere, and it was really hot and pretty buggy, but it's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. That's in the summertime? That All that overgrowth? in the summertime. Oh, yeah. Wow. I know. When we, I was like, why did we do this in the summertime? But... Uh, it was pretty cool, and it was neat that there was nobody out there. It's one of those parks that, I mean, there's so many of the Arkansas State Parks that people just don't know about and don't go to. This is one of them for sure. Do you do you plan any of these trips around the time of year or around the weather? Yes. I mean, this one was kind of just a 
spur of the moment because we wanted to go get barbecue. I was like, well, mm-hmm. we should do this too. Um, and in Rome. Exactly. Um, we have to walk off the barbecue after we eat the barbecue. But, um, yeah, I think a lot of it, especially in Arkansas, is you have to plan around the weather just because the summer is so brutal. I mean, I'm not going to be doing anything more than, like, walk along a boardwalk in the summertime because it'd just be too gross. I mean, we were sweaty and disgusting even after this. Wow, that shot's um, red. Thanks. And um, that, that's that's what it looks like for the most part. Yes. That it's marshy. Lots of, lots of algae. It's very wet. Um, lots of really neat little birds and stuff. Oh, here's my little blurb about Craig's. Look, you can see the sandwich uh, if you scroll down. <laughs> you can see I love Craig's barbecue. It's really good. They're not paying me or anything. It's just really good. I'm excited to see this. I got oh my, my dad. God. My dad's notoriously hard to buy for, and I got him bottles of Craig's barbecue sauce for oh Christmas this year. Oh, my God. That looks so great. <laughs> You should also be a food photographer. So, yeah, now you have a reason to go to Duvall's Bluff. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, actually, what am I doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I like barbecue a lot. Yeah, that's rad. That's good. That was, uh, so that's, where would you rate that park in your your top so far? Well, I mean, for what it is, it's super small. And, I mean, if you don't really care about history, you're probably just going to be, like, underwhelmed. Um, what, but... kind of, what kind of area are we talking here? Like, I mean, the area you can walk on, the you that you can actually visit, is just that it's maybe like 300 feet along a boardwalk. It's kind oh, of shit. just like a stop and and see it and hang out for a minute and then go into your barbecue type oh, of place, um, which is kind of cool. There's there's Arkansas state parks for of every size and for every type of person, which that's one of the few that's like actually really handicap accessible, which is good. Yeah. Um. So. It's hard to rate because it's kind of comparing apples to oranges. This is like a boardwalk in a swamp, which is super cool in its own way, but it's no, like, devil's den with, like, waterfalls and creeks and, like, overlooks and whatever. So, but I was pleasantly surprised, I can say that. Yeah. I went just being like, oh, I'm just, this is one I'm just going to check off the list. And then when I went, I was like, this is actually really cool. And got some good pictures. So it was a win-win. Are you, uh, is there, has there been several that you've been more surprised at, at how how you experience them? Yeah, actually. Um, like the Pine Bluff one, Cane Creek State Park, that was the first one that I went to, and I was just like, I'm going to try to go to all of these. Um, but, I mean, Pine Bluff has a pretty bad rap, and I thought it'd probably be pretty ugly down there. Um, sure. And it's definitely different, but it's cool. Um, I mean, you just kind of have to be able to open your mind a little bit and not get into such a rut of, like, anything south of Little Rock sucks. Like, being from Fayetteville, I definitely, when I was getting ready to move to Little Rock, everyone was like, why the fuck are you moving to Little Rock? You're from Fayetteville. Like, oh, you're going to hate it. Um, and it's definitely different, but it's just different. doesn't mean it's worse. Um, yeah. And there's plenty, I like I've said, I feel like there's plenty of beauty in, like, swampy bayou weird stuff as there is in, like, you know, the the rolling hills of the Ozarks. So yeah, I've been pretty pleasantly surprised with the park so far. I still have more to visit on the in the eastern part of the state which is you know the part that we all usually avoid but i'm looking forward to it and yeah, there's you mean the cotton fields and yeah the soybean fields that you they all look exactly the same yes and it's just flat and it's poor that you just drive by to get to memphis exactly <laughs> or to st louis or whatever yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah uh but there's a lot of little barbecue joints out there too so yeah have more barbecue to eat too true right yeah mm. Can barbecue. always turn it into a barbecue trip, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, can't go wrong there. Uh-huh. That uh, I tell everyone, because <clears throat> um, I'm, you know, I mean, I, I travel a lot, and uh, a lot of people, especially outside of the country, have no idea where Arkansas is. Right. Uh, but if you say north of Louisiana, they're like, oh. Um, but a lot of people that do know where it is, they're like, oh, yep, I've been through there, but I don't know, never stopped. Nope. I'm like, yeah, you're not, you're not missing a whole lot. Uh, and then I tell them all, up there, that northwest, that's a pretty spot. <laughs> yeah, the hitchhikers or the, the backpackers we saw yesterday was like, you're from San Francisco. What on earth brought you to the Ozark Highlands Trail in the middle of winter? They said they'd Googled good through hikes in winter, and that came up on Google, and so they chose it, like, at random. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> but I was just like, well, and they were asking, like, should we go to Little Rock? Where should we go in Arkansas while we're here? Uh, and it was easy to just say immediately, like, oh, so much of this is skippable. Like, you should just do whatever. But um, the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, if you're from out of town, there might be some stuff you might get out of going to Little Rock. I don't know. It was it was harder to think of cool stuff in Little Rock than it was in Northwest Arkansas, but sure. um, to recommend them. But um, I mean, we're known as like we're in the flyover states. We're we're definitely shitted on by the rest of the country and and not known for being like a really pretty beautiful state, even though we're the natural state. Um, also, it's poor. And also, it's super poor. It's uh, not very educated. Like. We have we're not very healthy. Like we don't. There's a lot of there's a lot of shit going bad for us. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm still on the fence about whether you know we'll end up staying here forever or not. As a native, I definitely have conflicting feelings about like this is my home. I deserve to be able to stay here and believe whatever I want to believe. Like maybe I don't reflect like the the majority of the people that are here who are conservative and religious and whatever and that's not me but like i deserve to be here just as much as them and my fiance is like the opposite he's like we need to get out we need to go where more like-minded people are like let's just let them have arkansas and i don't know like where i fall on that debate like if we ought to if we like should fight and be like you know let's carve out a space for people like us in arkansas or if it's like let's just let them have it and go to portland or whatever like everybody else does yeah well that's a that's a that's a real fence to straddle right Mm -hmm. because it it's a lot easier just to get out right um go to austin depending on how you're looking at it right uh if you can if you can afford to get out uh that's the thing with arkansas it it, with it being so poor Mm -hmm. it is a bit of a trap because anywhere you go, obviously your expenses are going to be much higher. Right. Um, but anywhere you go, also wages normally are much higher. Right. Uh, so there's that that, nice. that balance there, um, which is also even more fuel to the fire to get out. But on the same scale, kind of like you were talking about, anyone who does flee, you're just one more soldier out of the fight, right? Right. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of people here that don't necessarily agree with the typical uh arkansas agenda um i try not to get too political just (laughs) because a lot of my alliances don't lie with the normal arkansan route Mm -hmm. um but you know it 
I don't know. It is. I see what you're saying though. Yeah. Finding that balance on that fence is tough. It's tough, Which, and to and to have any pride in feeling like a southerner or whatever. It's like, oh, I'm a white southerner. That's like shameful, kind of. <laughs> like it's it's hard to it's a hard space to exist in. I guess it's like a. At the, on the same note, mm-hmm. no matter where you go, that's wh- that's what you're gonna be. Right. Also. So at least I fit in here in that way. That is true. But. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I just got back in. So in early December, I spent a week in Vancouver visiting one of my best friends who is a dual citizen. She has lived in Vancouver for the last like four or five years. Um, and I helped her move up there, which was really fun. Um, but then finally got to go visit recently when she's been settled in. And it was, I mean, it was awesome to visit and we got to do some great hiking too. But Vancouver was so insane because she, like, she has a really good job. She works in like harm reduction and works at like a women's shelter but is like the director but still lives in a house with five other roommates and can't afford to like have her own apartment yeah um and it's so hard to find housing there that like i mean like transient people are everywhere and it's really really rough and like it made me definitely feel grateful for like damn i pay a thousand dollars for my two-bedroom house (laughs) like yeah like Arkansas sucks in a lot of ways, but like, you know, the housing situation is great. So, my, um, so my friend that I was talking about that uh, married the girl from Portugal, mm-hmm. he moved to Denver, man, maybe six years ago now, five years ago, something like that. Uh, and when he first moved there, he was living in a house with five other people because that's all you can afford. Yeah, and that's a normal thing there. Right. Um. When he and this uh, this girl did get married and she came over, um, they they just recently, within the past like year or so, maybe a year and a half, something, got a place of their own. Uh, but they are paying uh, more for a two bedroom house that someone um, someone else rents the basement uh, more than I'm paying for this house. Wow. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, it's, there's pros and cons to both, I guess. I mean, like, fuck, if you live in Vancouver, I mean, like, you've got access to so many great, like, you've got fucking socialized healthcare. You've got access to amazing hiking within, like, 30 minutes. Like, you have you have amazing, like, cultural diversity there. But, I mean, at the same time, you can be a young professional and be making really good money and still have to live in a house with five other roommates. Sure. And her roommate situation was not good. Like, oh, this sucks. I mean, when you get five people in one house. It can't ever, it ever be good. good. <laughs> no. Five people of the same family in a uh, house is right. rarely a good situation, like, let alone strangers. Exactly. Well, it's like, t- you know, two of your roommates are a couple and they're having they're having fights. And one of your roommates is a 60-year-old man who's like the caretaker of the property. And he just chain yeah. smokes in his room all day. And, yeah. Ugh, like, ugh, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with that. Yeah. But. Imagine sharing a fridge with five people. <laughs> <laughs> they had two fridges, which I thought was funny. There you <laughs> go. You have to. You have to. That's five fucking people, man. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, I guess you just decide, like, what you can live with and you just deal with it. But it's a work in progress. I guess. You got to find that balance. It's all about balance in the end, right? Mm-hmm. So take what you get. Give what you can. Fuck it. That's right. Just try try to make our way the best we can. I always said if I was going to leave here, I'd be in the Northwest Really? Portland, Seattle, that area. It's really beautiful up there. It's my favorite. I love it. I was in Portland last time in 2000, I don't know, 13, I think, 14. Um, and it was July, and they were having record high temperatures 
at like 70 degrees. Mm-hmm. And I was everyone was freaking out because they couldn't buy a fan. All the fans were sold out. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are bananas. I know. I'm like, this is so pleasant for me. <laughs> we, made a, we made a trip to the coast. And I was like, Arkansas is a pretty state. Oh, wait. <laughs> Never <on>. mind. <laughs> Hold on. I know. Let me change this. Exactly. Uh, yeah. When I was up in Vancouver, we took a like an overnight trip up to Pemberton, which is like north of Whistler. So kind of in like the skiing area north mm-hmm. of Vancouver. Um, but we hiked at Joffrey Lakes Provincial Park, which is, I guess, their equivalent of a state park. Um, but you hike up, you know, across, like, you you go up, up and up and up to this, like, glacier, basically, is where you end your hike. And you go near, like, three different glacial lakes, like, uh, ascending in altitude the whole way. Um, and we got to go after, like, a fresh dusting of snow. It was so pretty. Um, and she'd said that it was like the last time she'd been was in August and it was like hiking in a single file line because there were so many people because um, it's it's like 45 minutes from Vancouver so it's like one of the spots that everybody goes to but in December December 5th or whenever it was it was dead we saw like two or three other people um, but I mean yeah like beautiful frozen glacial lakes and just like powdery snow and cascading waterfalls and it was just like yeah I mean I could get used to this it's pretty nice I don't know. That leads to another thing, though. Yeah. Like, those fucking winters, man. <laughs> I don't know that I could handle that. Vancouver's not so bad because they don't get a ton of snow. I think it's, it's so coastal there that it's pretty temperate. Um, yeah. But you can you go, like, 30 minutes north of the city and there's snow. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I miss winter. Like, living in central Arkansas and with global warming and everything, it's like, it's like 65 degrees outside today. Like yeah. It's really nice, but it's like, it's January, man. Like, it'd be nice to have like a little bit of snow or something. Like, I kind of, I kind of miss having more of a winter experience. Oof, uh, man, I don't know. Not like a brutal one. I see everyone shaking their heads over know, here, but man. like. I don't know. I'm from Pennsylvania, like I mentioned. So like one year, the snow would seriously reach like four feet. So I'm over it. Been there, done that. Yeah. No winter. Totally get that, and uh, I don't think I'd, I don't want to deal with, like, six months of winter or anything. I have several friends who lived in Chicago for a while and, like, brutal, gray, windy, like, just awful winters. And I'm like, that's that's not necessarily what I want, but yeah. I don't know. Like, a dusting of snow would be nice. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't mind snow. I don't mind a little snow. Yeah. And that's really where we're at. Uh, that's one of the things, because we generally... This year has been super warm, but generally we'll get one, you know, maybe right. two a year, uh, and then it's just ice, of right. course, which is shitty. Oh yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll get one or two, you know, little spots, which is fine. I don't mind that. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I could. I don't. I think I would hibernate, if it really. I don't think I could go out in the cold. It. I'm very fortunate now. I have a garage, so. I'll, my car will be pre-warmed. I'll go get in my oh car, my gosh. and then I'll leave, and I'll go to where I'm going, mm-hmm. and then I'll have a short thirty-second sprint <laughs> into whatever building I'm in. Yeah, you got it made. That's warm, <laughs> and then I'll do my thing, and then I'll sprint back to my car, back to my warm house, and it's great, even when it's cold. And now, to me, it seems like the older I get, uh, cold is. Not what it used to be. I'm like, it's like 50 degrees, and I'm like, mm, 
This is not great. Yeah, overrated. Cold's totally overrated for you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> this is not fun anymore. Yeah, I get that. Totally get that. I would, uh, I would, I would rather the heat, to be honest with you. See, I was just about to say, I, but I would take a, you know, I would take months and months of winter over the summers that we have in Little Rock. Really? Yes. I fucking hate them. It's just so, it's so humid. It's so hot. It's just like oppressive from like May until early October. Like, it's just awful for mm. months. I guess though, really, now that I think about it, in the summertime, it's just exactly the opposite. My car is pre-cooled, <laughs> and then I go to wherever I'm going, and it's a 30-second sprint <laughs> in the heat <laughs> to the cool building I go to. So I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Thank God for the burbs and the garages. Yeah. <laughs> it makes a difference. Absolutely. It really does. But, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's another pro for Arkansas. You get to, I mean, you can live in a place where you can afford a house with a garage. I mean, that it's is great. true. For the same price that I would be sharing a basement with someone in a two-bedroom house in Denver. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, my fiancé talks about wanting to move to Denver. I'm like, with what money? Yeah, also the population explosion there. Like, good luck finding a place to work. It's the new Portland. That's where everybody has been going the last few years. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's at least tough. at least you can juggle on the square in Portland and make money. <laughs> you can bust. It, people in Denver don't give a shit. They're just high. They don't give a shit about you skateboarding for a life. They don't care. They don't care about your two-tiered bicycle. They don't give a shit. They don't. <laughs> no. They care about weed and they care about technology and well. and the Rockies. That's it. I care about maybe two out of three of those things. So, I mean, it might be nice to live there, but it'd yeah. be so expensive. It would be. It would be. It would be. Yeah, also, there's just a lot of people. I feel like I've gotten really spoiled with the population of Arkansas. Like, hiking here, it's not like, you know, the trips I've taken to, like, California or Colorado, like, the hikes that we plan to do, it's like, well, we got to get up at 6 in the morning so we can make sure to get there early before the parking lot fills up. Yeah. That's not really a thing in Arkansas. Like, yeah. you can easily go into the woods and not see another person all day long. And yeah. I, that's really spoiled me, I feel like. You know, also, recently, uh, back in the fall, we were in Denver. And, um, like, New Year's, New Year's night, uh, we... We were like, uh, oh, I, I completely forgot it was New Year. I had just recently gotten home uh, and was just being lazy. And then New Year's Day came, and we took the dogs for a walk. And uh, I was like, what do you want to do for dinner tonight? And she was like, uh, I don't know. And we were talking about it, and she was like, well, since it's New Year's, we could do this or this. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, it's New Year. So I was like, well, let's go out and have you know enjoy New Year. Mm-hmm. For, I fucking forgot it was New Year. So uh, we picked a place to eat. We went there. It was fucking packed. We were like, there's definitely no way we'll get a table here. So we went to the next place, and we were able to get a table because it's fucking Little Rock. And still had, you know, a decent meal. But in Denver, we were there in just the fall, in just the middle of a normal time. Mm -hmm. And everywhere we went, no matter what time of day it was, we were waiting for a table. Really? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's just that's a lot. It just, is. Like in your daily life, to, if any time you want to like pop out and go to go out to eat or whatever, have to wait for a table. Yeah. Yeah. First world problems, I guess. But and like at the and at the same time, we're like, can, you got a bar? We can just sit at a bar. Mm-hmm. No, it's full. Because cool, there's just man. so many people there. There's so many people. Yeah, that gets old. Yeah. I mean, they all go there because it's so freaking great. I mean, it is. I guess it's a cool city. Yeah. 
it's a it's a good time. You can have fun there. Yeah, you can get um, high legally there. You can. You can get high in a lot of places you now. Can, well, you can get high in a lot of places, but... There's a lot of places you can legally get high true. in. That's true. And I, I feel like we're headed in that direction. It's only going to be a matter of time before it's fucking... When did Prohibition end? In the 30s or 40s? And then now we're like, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> And that's just how weeds. I hope be. so. I mean, we got medical already. Hopefully, it's just a matter of time till we get the rest of it. Here's the thing, right? So the amount of money that all of these cities are making that have made this legal, and states are making, would make such a huge difference for Arkansas. Why <laughs> the fuck are we not all just doing it? I don't understand. I mean, Arkansas is so backwards and so conservative that it doesn't really surprise me that we haven't totally just decriminalized or legaled it, legalized it across the board here just because people are so conservative or whatever. But there's a lot of money to be made, really. I mean, I don't understand why those people aren't jumping on the bandwagon. Well, because they're not getting a cut of it yet. Yeah. And that's it's just a matter of time. That's all it is. So. That's And I feel like that's nationwide. It's yeah. just a matter of time. Because it's ridiculous the amount of money you can make. Mm-hmm. And... It's been shown. It's right. been proven. I know. Time and time again now. It's crazy. Um, and I think uh, it's going to happen. I was talking to, I was tattooing actually recently um, a superintendent of a local school. Uh, really? I'm not going to say. <laughs> and uh, he was. But don't out him. No, definitely not. <laughs> very cool guy. Very nice guy. I'm sure. Uh, conservative guy, which, fine. Was he getting a tramp stamp that said butt slut? He or? was, actually, <laughs> uh, with a rose. Ooh, um, classy. So I was I was tattooing him, and we were just talking, and he was telling me what he does and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, somehow we got on that topic, and, uh, oh, we were talking about, I was talking about how I can't, I don't know how people go into that field, because that's fucking, it sounds terrible. You don't get paid enough, blah, blah, blah terrible job Mm -hmm. um and he was like yeah and it's just so hard to find people now and he was telling um like uh school boards and stuff like forget it you're not gonna find a teacher nowadays that doesn't have tattoos you're not gonna find one that doesn't smoke weed whatever they do right let them do it as long as they're not doing it here and i'm like that's the way to be man. that is totally how i feel that's it that's the way to do it i mean i working in a law office which is my day job like I mean, what difference does it make to anybody else if I'm smoking weed or have tattoos or whatever? Like, it doesn't. if I can come in and do my job and do it well, then I don't understand what difference it makes. So. Especially if you can get shit housed on this. <laughs> and it legally, just right after work. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's no... <laughs> it's just a matter of time. I hope so. I We could really make a lot of money, which hopefully would be really good for the state. We need the money. Yeah. it, it It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And it may not it may not be next year. It may not be 5 years from now, but it's it's going to happen. Well, maybe at least they'll make medical cards easier to get because right now it's like you have to be like you have to have cancer or really have like a, you know, an actual like medical problem to get a medical card, which makes sense. But uh, I'd like to be able to go to my doctor and be like I don't know, I have PTSD from Anything. I don't know. A bear be not, attack. Yeah, but, uh, literally a close <laughs> call, a close encounter with a bear or yeah. coyotes or something and be able to walk out with a weed prescription. Like, that would be great. Well, I mean, you shouldn't even have to do that. It should be fucking legal. I know, let's, I agree. Let's be real. I know. It's a fucking, it's a fucking plant. 
it's such a trip to go to Colorado or like in Vancouver recently where it's just like you can just walk in and like, oh, hey, ladies, like what kind of eighth are you looking for today or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's a trip, but it's great. Yeah. Walk out with it. You're mm-hmm. eating it. It's yeah. fine. No big deal. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't I don't see how it's any any different from alcohol. Or, it's, it's I not, mean, it's better. But, it's better for you, yeah. your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's better for uh, people driving on the road. Certainly. So, you're preaching to the choir. Over here. You, it's just a matter of time, man. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. So, what other public figures are you tattooing lately? Um, or s- scandalous folks? No, not that too many. Not too many. It's been the slower time of year. Uh, fairly recently, it's about to ramp up and tax time. Get bananas. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I've been taking a lot of time off. Good. I'm telling you, I've been I've been this lazy Living that tree. lazy life. It's it's, it's been getting me. Uh, I've been enjoying it. I've been soaking it up while I can. Um, I'm just trying to get, just doing more of this. Yeah. And uh, try to get more shit going, you know? Mm-hmm. Rejuvenate your creative juices. That's it. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. Self-care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Burn too much of the candle and <laughs> then you exactly have no right. candle. Exactly. But, yeah. But I was surprised, though, to go back to it, that uh, a superintendent of a school saying that. So that's what I mean also when I'm saying it's just a matter of time. Because if people like that are saying things like that, yeah, I know. He's I in know, touch. Yeah, he's not He's not the only one. Uh, and he's not the only one that, that also can see how much better it is for for everyone. Mm-hmm. On your um, adventures, have you come across any crazy, like, uh, like weed farms, like you see in all the movies, <laughs> or like, or like more like probably like meth houses. Is yeah, m- more what I would expect, but probably. no, I mean plenty of like kind of weird, sketchy folks out in the woods. Uh, sure, like I you, mean, you would like you would imagine, right? Yeah, like you would imagine. I mean, uh, and just like sometimes driving to some of these places to like get to trailheads or whatever, it's like, oh shit, like where are we? Oh, f- um. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if I should like get a get a gun, like get a get a like you know take the whole class and do the whole gun thing. But like wasn't raised in a gun toting family and yeah. like wasn't a hunter or anything. But fuck, it's scary out there. Like there are some really weird creepers out in the Ozark woods. I mean, there is. Yeah, I I do have my concealed carry, and I almost always have mine on me really if i'm out and about um little rock's a rough place that's true uh my, my friend brennan has a she has a woods gun and she has a little rock gun and it's yeah. like pink with like leopard print i was like cool it's your city gun cool yeah. um but luckily i mean knock on wood i haven't had any like really bad experiences myself in little rock but i've heard enough stories that i mean you gotta be on your toes yeah have you seen the hbo special oh no the like uh the banging in the rock special or whatever yeah, from the 90s. From the I've, 90s. I've heard of it, but yeah, it's, it's like there's a lot of it that searches around like MacArthur Park area, right? And yeah. I, that's literally where I used to live, where we were talking about this before the show, but it, a man literally was shot and killed by the police right outside of my house on 8th Street, which is like two streets over from MacArthur Park. Mm-hmm. But it was like a known place to like shoot up and have gay sex and gangbang and all that stuff. And that was yeah. just like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. 
it's not uh most of the areas they focused on aren't quite as bad now as they were then Mm -hmm. uh but yeah i mean it was big enough that hbo picked it up and we're like hey let's focus on this right people want to watch this I guess I need to watch it since I live there. It's a rough spot, man. And really, honestly and truly, it's I think that is less dangerous uh, than like what you do, going out in the middle of nowhere. How often do you have cell phone signal out there? Oh, not very often. I'm yeah. looking into getting a GPS like whole deal, but um, they really, I mean, the GPS companies kind of rip you off because you have to like buy a yearly subscription, and right. I mean, you have to have the service, so it's like a monthly subscription or whatever. Um, so it's expensive, but yeah, it's really scary being out there being like, oh, well, my phone doesn't work. And even if like no one attacks me, if I break my ankle, like I'm yeah. shit out of luck. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, you so come yeah, across scary. the wrong thing, right? right? A fucking bear. Jesus Christ. I mean, I try to be prepared and I, I take my precautions, like tell people where I'm going to be and say, if you haven't heard from me by like this time, then you know where to go and here's the here's the nearest ranger station so you'll know who to contact but like i mean it's a calculated risk and and part of that is fun and part of that's kind of exciting and kind of makes it like makes it a worthwhile pursuit but at the same time yeah it's also really scary and like it's easy to be in my house and plan this trip and be like this will be so much fun and then be out in the woods by myself and be like oh shit now here i am (laughs) what's gonna happen next um Nothing, knock on wood, has really bad happened to me. Um, but I've, I mean, I know plenty of people who have gotten lost or have gotten injured and they've just like had to get their, get themselves out of it. Uh, so I hope that I would have the fortitude to be able to get myself out of any bad situation that I encounter if I'm alone. But I try not to be alone too, too much. Um, I've, after the bear situation, and I've had a couple other kind of like just, you know, scary moments out in the woods where I've like, I'm doing a bushwhack to try to get to like a specific waterfall. And I realized like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really out here. Like there's no trail and I'm on a ledge and one, you know, one wrong move and I could literally like break my leg or whatever. So I try not to put myself in those situations too much anymore. I'm trying to be more mindful about like, I should bring a buddy or really, I should really buy that GPS thing or whatever. So you know, I'm I'm trying to not be an idiot about it. I guess yeah. is what I'm trying to say. But well, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're a smart girl. I feel like in most situations you can probably get yourself out of. I hope so. But yeah, and I mean, I mean, there'd be only be so much I could do if my leg was broken. But flip side of the coin, it come to that. you can't you can't just be afraid of everything. No. You got to get out there. Right. And it seems worthwhile. Some of these shots you've got I think so. are pretty fucking phenomenal thank you so what what are your uh what are your favorite waterfalls because those are your those are your uh your cake right that, that's, that's your frosting that's the thing i really like um i like the ones that are harder to get to like where you're not going to run into as many people yeah i really like um let's, let's see i'm trying to think of some just like off the top of my head but um I mean, there's several waterfalls in the state that, like, are the hot spots that everybody goes to because you can, like, drive right up to or whatever. But I like to, I like to cha- I like a challenge. I like to have to work to get to my waterfall or wherever I'm going. Um, Hemden Hollow Falls is a pretty good example. It's on the Buffalo. It's on the upper Buffalo, kind of outside of Ponca. 
Um, and a lot of people go by kayak, like they're floating the buffalo and you can access it just by like pulling your kayak over and walking over to the base of this waterfall. Nice. I have never approached it that way. I've only done the hike and it's like a brutal, grueling, like straight up and down insane hike. Um, but like you never run into anybody that way. And if you go on like, you know, a rainy day or whatever, you're going to get it all to yourself. Um, and you were asking about like weather stuff earlier, like as a photographer, I'm always thinking about the weather and like, not only, you know, the lighting, what's the lighting going to be like, but if it's a, if it's shitty weather, I can probably get some really dramatic pictures and no one will be out. Um, it's really hard to get pictures of places when there's people all over the place. So I'm really, I'm always trying to look for, oh, it's a freezing day and it's drizzling. Like, perfect. I'm going to (laughs) go, I'm going to go and see what I can get. Yeah. You can't tell temperature in a picture, right? Exactly. Not well anyway. No. And sometimes it's fucking awful and super brutal. Um, but it's worth it usually. The, uh, I imagine you kind of have to plan, especially waterfalls too, around the weather because you have to, you have to have some kind of water movement to yes. get a waterfall. Usually you have to have rain within the last couple of days. Um, and in the summer, we just basically don't have any waterfalls. It's just so dry yeah. and hot and awful. Um, but basically from like October through May is the prime time season for waterfalls. Um, and working a Monday through Friday, like nine to five office job kind of sucks sometimes because I can't just at the drop of a hat be like, oh, it's raining, I got to go. Yeah. Um, but... I try to get out when I can, um, and yeah, you gotta you gotta watch for cloudy days when it's rainy um, or right after a rain. And cloudy days are the best for waterfall shots because of that diffused light. It's already always what I'm looking for. Interesting, yeah. natural diffuser. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm so terrible with pictures in general. I'm a terrible photographer. I have to get her to help me out. She'll tell you. Yeah, he's so bad at it. Like he just doesn't <laughs> understand that. Like, no, you need like a light right here as well as right here and even if you're gonna put a light right here it actually needs to be like this kind of light as mm. opposed to like stark it's, white it's not or that like I, it's not that i don't understand it's just that i don't care it's just that i don't care yeah and then when we go to take pictures together it's really great because he just still doesn't understand and i'm like literally like we're two totally different <laughs> colors happening here <laughs> like this is not you're lucky you have a model with you who can dictate these things i know right <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes right now. She, dictate, she di- dictates a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, takes know, care of a lot of things. Uh, don't know at this point how I would make it without a lot of the things that she you does. You wouldn't. Yeah, probably not. Period. Yeah. Conversation over. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I'll admit that. It's a true thing. And uh, and now she's, uh, she's basically taking over production here, which is... Yeah. Uh, it's definitely different but like i'm always in front of the camera and i'm always like i always have to be on and it's kind of nice to be like back here and i'm like "Mm, do i want to say anything nah i'm just gonna sit here oh now i want to say something and like just chill yeah that's great i was thinking about that like as a photographer like we recently got our engagement photos taken i was like this is fucking weird i'm never in front of the camera i hate being like what's my angle like do i look okay (laughs) (laughs) There's it's, a lot of trust as the, yeah. the one in front, right? Absolutely. I'd much rather be behind the camera. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I could definitely see how, especially if you've been behind and then you're all of a sudden in front. Mm-hmm. It's not as... Yeah, you're putting a different role. Yeah. A more difficult role, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's hard to know your angles. It's all about capturing that light, too. You gotta, mm-hmm. like... 
you really gotta it it takes a mindset you think you're just standing there but like honestly you're kind of not i mean if you're doing it well you're not really just standing there but then you know when you're behind the camera you also understand from like a different perspective like i really wish this person would just like turn their head just a little bit just so i could okay whatever yeah wouldn't you just be like just turn your head well then some people are just like (laughs) <laughs> they turn it way too hard yeah, yeah. Hmm. interesting the ins and outs of being a model arts arts that i'm not that great at <laughs> either one front of behind the camera both of them not my thing which is not so great when you're supposed to take pictures of tattoos i'm terrible at that as well yeah yeah everything that i do take a picture of i have to send to her i'm like hey fix this make this look not terrible yeah, because so. I handle all the editing mm-hmm. and Again. that stuff, too. You're very lucky. I know. She's the foundation that I build my toothpicks on. <laughs> toothpicks. Yeah, they crash a lot. It's fine. I just pick them back up. It's fine. Solid foundations are way more important anyway. Mm-hmm. But I do have to pee. Should we take a break, or is it cool if I just leave? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cool. There's a... That means we're going to have to talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. God forbid. Yeah, right? I think I saw, I saw, I think I saw where it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it's going... I think it's... I think this is going good. I like uh, I like you at production. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I. It's definitely... It's different back here, and I'm, like, trying to take notes, and there's definitely, I mean, we were talking about how being behind the camera and stuff like that, I definitely have a different eye than Felix, and I'm, like, I already know how I kind of want to switch up these angles a little bit, and for the camera slightly and whatnot, mm-hmm. but um, it, it it's fun. I really, and I feel like I have a little bit of control back here, which, you know, I thrive on control slightly so i mean you literally have all the control right there yeah yeah so it's it i definitely like it better back here i like this better than being in front of the camera i like this better than not being involved at all like this is just this is perfect and i think it just brings everything back home and you and i make a really great team when we're on the same page and i think this is a good place to be don't make that face (laughs) yeah we do gotta be on the same page but when we are though we we make a really great like we're pretty good at being like yeah we should do this and then that and some good things good uh bounce boards we got good ideas Mm -hmm. sometimes they don't always work out but no because there's just i mean but really it's because there are other elements because the one thing i do like about the both of us is we're constantly on we're like all right so when is this going to happen how can this happen right now like how do we make this happen but sometimes outside elements get involved and then it gets a little tricky because then we're not just depending on each other we're depending on the weather we're depending on other people we're depending on other things like it's just yeah 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 it does make it more difficult, but mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot we can't control. There's a lot we do control. Yeah. I think we're all right. Yeah. Yeah. And this seems to be this seems to be going well. Yeah. Uh the show we did with levels was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, it was, it was these, fun. Every single one of those the members of those band oh, that band so is so cool. such good dudes. I really like those dudes a lot. Mhm. And uh 
Yeah. They're very nice and they're very just like, you know, you're going to get like a good, but like not crazy time, but like that's fine. It's like going to be a good time where things are still like controlled because sometimes on the show things get a little wacky and a little like out there and those are fun too, but it's nice when somebody is just like fun, but it's not like crazy where we're just like, how do we rein this back in? Like we even went over time on their show. Like it was just fun and good yeah <laughs> they didn't uh they didn't try to attack you did they no they didn't sweet i had my uh my friend here the other day and um the one with the uh the booty the booty the show that we lost um that i was telling you about but yeah, tell he, about the bootios. yeah he uh that's it makes such a great prop now that's one of the things i need to get a shelf for so I can put the booty on the shelf. Perfect addition to the studio. Right. Uh, he the brought videos. his kids, uh, and they were, of course, hanging out, playing video games. Uh, and, of course, as soon as they walk in, my dogs just attacked them uh, like they do. And I told them they, like, they, like, jumped up in the bar stools, and they were, like, shying away, which is, you know, I get it. And uh, so I told them, I was like, this is your island. Watch out. They're little sharks. If you get in the water, <laughs> they're going to eat you. Yeah, but they love that. Yeah. They they were uh, they thought it was funny, one of them did. One of them was kind of uh, a little bit older. Uh, I think he just gets tired of my shit it. all the time. <laughs> really, anything I say, he's just unimpressed with. So he's Randy is like age. really good with like small like small kids, yeah. like the ones that are like, what you like took that away? Well, now I'm really mad about it. Like the kids that just like have no control over their emotions yet. <laughs> he's really good with them. I'm I'm really good at just <laughs> pissing kids off. But as soon That's as they become more emotionally complex, yeah, then they're like, yeah. I'm over your shit, dude. Like, yeah. why are you yeah. baby talking me? This is not an island. Those are not sharks. Exactly. What is this? Exactly. You're ridiculous. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I never know how to talk to children. Like, do I, are you the age where I talk to you like, oh, baby? Or do I talk to you like an adult? Like, I'm, um, I'm As somebody good. who went to school to work with children, you should always talk to children like they're people as opposed to, like, baby talk is, like, considered really, really just not actually the right thing to do. Even At though all? we're inclined to do it, <laughs> you're not really supposed to do it. So I can talk to my cat with baby talk, but maybe talk to a small person as a human yeah because it actually helps <laughs> develop their language and totally like makes sense. yeah mm. mm-hmm. see i'm not on board not on board so you want to say google gaga to a child for no reason yeah and like well and you know like, some fart noises sprinkled in are probably good but yeah mm. yeah i don't know I'm, I'm yeah just not yeah children yeah yeah i mean they're tough right they are I like. It's not the, the battle I want to take on. I I like I like fucking with kids and I like pissing them off because that's really fun for me. Uh, and then I like just walking away. Because like <laughs> you okay, can. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Bye. I'm not your daddy. Bye. No, I'm I'm gonna go spend my money on myself now. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> not on your college education. No. Or whatever. Mm-mm. That's yeah. not important to me, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I like about kids. Other than that, no. yeah. That you can hang out with them and then walk away. I yeah, agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Yeah, it'd be hard to be able to do what I want to do and keep up the lifestyle I want with a child, with a child, with children. Yeah? You, know? you see any in your future? Not really. Not at all? I don't know. I'm, I'm 90% against it. Yeah. I'm with you. I am 99%. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, it better not be 90. It's completely 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. 
No way, Jose. Yeah, that's Dogs a lot. are enough for me. That's how, I'm, like, really into... I like having pets. I'm into having pets. Dogs and cats, totally about it. Do you but have... What do you have now? We have a cat. Yeah? Her name is Scout. Scout? Yeah. You got pictures? Yes. Is that what you're digging out? Yes. What kind of cat? She is a medium hair tabby. And actually, as soon as I got over here, Tyler, my fiance, sent me this picture. Wow. We have a little ledge set up for her. That is fantastic. She's, she's basking in the sunlight. That is fantastic. <laughs> but she's got some floofy hair. She's really great. We like her a lot. I like that she she doesn't mind a dangle. No. <laughs> Fuck the legs, she says. <laughs> she does not care. That's pretty great. Mm-hmm. How long have y'all had her? About six months. Okay. Like that. And she's little. She's not even a year old yet. Little. Mm-hmm. She's little. Yeah, so you can talk like that to a little baby cat, but yeah, maybe not to a baby human. Yeah. Fuck them. Stocks and bonds, baby human. Stocks and bonds. I'm talking to you about adult <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Save your money. Watch your finances. Don't go to college until you're 25, mm-hmm. at least. Ooh, that's smart advice, I feel like. I have a college degree, and I'm, just, I'm like, it's in, it's in art history. It's like, man. Totally would redo that if I could, or if, I don't know. It's it's bullshit that you have to have it figured out at eighteen to be like, okay, I'm gonna spend thousands of dollars to figure out what I, you know, and to to get this degree. And I don't know what I want to do. Yeah, I have always been an artist, and so I was like, oh, I'll get some kind of art degree. Uh, but was too lazy to get a studio degree because you had to do like sixty plus hours of studio work. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do that much. That sucks. Sure. Uh, and I didn't want to teach, so art history, cool. I wrote some papers and did some research and got my degree. And I mean, it's helpful to have a degree, I guess. But like, has it helped you? I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the fence about it. I mean, I don't think it's hurt, but. I don't necessarily know that the five years that I spent in undergrad were, was like, you know, the the best way I could have spent my time. Yeah. Um, and my fiance is actually in the boat where he's like 34 and has a like high school diploma and is like, hmm, I wonder if I should go to school. I wonder if I should like get an associate's or go to college. I'm just like, I don't know. I like even as someone with a college degree, I'm like, I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. much money, uh, and it's a lot of responsibility to know what you want to do and commit. I mean, things are just so uncertain right now. I feel like if I could go back, I'd probably get like a science degree or something. Not that I'm good at math or anything, but yeah, art history, sure. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, was, I don't know what I was really thinking, but it's just a degree to try to get through. To try to get through it. So yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't have much figured out, but I definitely figured out at 18 that I didn't have it figured out and that I did not need to spend money. And I had fucked off my entire uh, high school career so could not get any help. Mm -hmm. And my parents were just high enough uh, money-making that I got no support. Right. Uh, And But they weren't high enough that they could help support. So Mm -hmm. I was like, "Mm, yeah, I'll just figure it out. I'll just work. Yeah. Luckily, it's 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 worked out. Yeah, and you've done it. I'm doing it. <laughs> doing it. I'm it's doing a, it. I mean, it's a work in progress. Always. But you have a home. It's pretty good. I do have a home, which is great. I have a home. I have food. It's good. Yes, you have some great dogs and a beautiful girlfriend. So yeah. like, yeah, 
hobbies. I'm, I'm doing okay. Yeah, you're doing all right. I'm doing all right. Yeah. I'm getting things figured oh, out. Oh, yeah. Uh, without a college degree, which I feel it's like... absolutely possible. Which I feel like, had I gone to college, none of this would have been possible. Or very few, very... Uh, it it would have been on a very much more limited scale. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's, there's different routes for different different ways i know i feel like i definitely did it because both my parents you know had higher higher education they you know they were teachers and lawyers so i was just kind of expected in my family but looking back it's like i took one year off between high school and college and wish i'd taken like way more than that yeah yeah to to be fair um i mean had i gone directly into it uh, I definitely would have just been still fucking off and ruined it. Um, but after I did not go directly into it, there was never a chance that I would have gone into it after that. Mm-hmm. So That's true. The longer you wait, the harder it gets to go back. It is, man. It is. So there's also also all that. I think that's where a lot of the pressure comes from, uh, to just go ahead and do it. Because you'll mm-hmm. never get a better chance to right. get your foot in. Right. Yeah. Tyler, my fiance, is like, I'm 34. I'm too old. I'm just like, you can't, can't go into stuff being like, I'm too old. You gotta, you gotta just do it. If you yeah. want to do it, but it's totally, it's definitely hard. Uh, I think dead would be too old. <laughs> That's when it's definitely too late, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I think you, I think he's okay. I know. I think he's so. Right. Hey, now he probably has a better idea of of the direction he should take. At least you're not gonna waste your money at this point. I mean, yeah. I paid for school and then still st- skip classes so like what's yeah what's the point in that so yeah. at least yeah. at 35 hopefully you're like you know that where you're spending your money you know it's for a reason yeah there's definitely a better idea of what's going on those guys are going bananas okay so. like, who's like, out there I what's going on or where's yeah. that coming is this a weird noise in my ear like... <laughs> no no nobody that's listening can hear him but we can definitely hear him <laughs> he's going bananas for sure is that Randy Travis or is that no, Buster? That's Buster? No, that's Buster. Definitely Buster. <laughs> that's Buster, for sure. Yeah, Randy Travis is much deeper. He's mm, not much deeper. He's, <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he's deeper than that. Red is probably much deeper. <laughs> Red is very much deeper. He's beefy. He's got that very white going on. He's yeah. Got, yeah. <laughs> he's got that wide chest, so. He's, you have a whole range of guard dogs for your guard dog choir. Mm, they're terrible guard dogs. <laughs> the literal worst. The worst guard dogs. <laughs> there was one day, actually, um, our house cleaners, we had these people coming in and clean the house for a moment, and they literally just walked. I was doing my makeup and had music on and, you know, like in my zone, and they just walked into the house. There was no barking. And I only knew because all of a sudden this lady comes up behind me with this broom and I'm like, what is happening? And they were just like, oh, we just let these people in. They're really nice. So <laughs> I was like, what is you guys should bark? Like all of a sudden an assassin with a broom comes in. <laughs> I was just really terrified. I was like, I could be murdered right now. But, you know, at least I'm not in the woods, I guess. I yeah. yeah, you are in the burbs. <laughs> Your chances of murder, I feel like, are way slimmer. Than... I don't know. I don't know. You don't think so? Uh, I don't know. These are, we live in a nice Caucasian area. If somebody wanted, these people chop people up and put them in the fridge and eat them for a couple of days. Absolutely. I've listened, yeah, true crime podcast. Right. Like, 
this is where it's going to happen. Our next door neighbor with all those recycling cars. Yeah. The more, when you really think about it, I mean, like, I get scared about, like, what could happen in the woods. But you're much more likely to be killed in the city than you are out in the woods. Uh, yeah, because well, people are unpredictable. I think that's, yeah, that's the people. Because yes. there's just more people. Exactly. So there's, you have more contact with people. So your chances are higher. Right. I think that's the case anywhere. That's true. Um, anywhere there's more people. That's why Chicago has such a high crime rate. There's mm. just so many people in such a small, compact area. So percentage-wise, it's bananas. But... When you when if you were to spread the numbers out, I think it's it's more balanced than what mm-hmm. you would think. You um, could just be living next to Jeffrey Dahmer type person. You never know. I mean, that's true. I guess right. You could. You wouldn't know until you knew. Mm-mm. But there's a lot of shit like that that you may never know. I mean, I'm sure. Surely, at some point in all of our lives, we have been shoulder to shoulder with a murderer. Probably, or something. I think I mean, statistically. Look and see how many people, what's the percentage of murderers in the U.S.? Well, look at look at the number. <laughs> I'm just what like, do you want what me to is Google? this search history right now? <laughs> look at the, the, the murders in the U.S. compared to the population in the U.S. And we'll compare those two. You do it in just two different things. It's fine. And then we'll do some math. Well, yeah, it's fine. Math podcast. Yeah. we. I know numbers. I went to high school. <laughs> Murders versus population. I feel like you're... Oh, murder rates. Here we go. Okay, maybe this will... Maybe this is... Maybe... Are you going to give me uh, some stats? Uh, national Oh, murder wow. Rate. Murder rate has gone down significantly since, what, 19... 1970. Makes sense. I feel like most of the serial killers you hear about, it's like between... I mean, mostly in the 70s, I feel like. Uh, I think now... I don't know if this is true. I may be making this up. But I feel like uh, most people wouldn't commit a murder because it's just so much easier to to not... to get caught. Absolutely. I mean, with a, I mean, I like true crime, so I listen and watch and read a lot of stuff. And also, my dad was a criminal defense attorney till he retired, um, and dealt with like capital murder cases and stuff. And so, it's always been something I've like heard about and been interested in. Um, but I feel like I I watch true crime documentaries or whatever, and I'm like, oh, you're so stupid. Why didn't you think about? You can't get away with that, or why didn't you think about your alibi? Or yeah. And and yeah, with all the technology, I mean, with your cell, your cell phone literally tells people exactly where you are at every single moment. I mean, there's yeah. no way you can get away with anything, and with your DNA and your fingerprints on everything, I mean, yeah, you'd have to be pretty damn cunning to be able to get away with a murder and not be caught. Yeah, and if you step on a wood floor, they can track your shoe. Right. Um, so wear a very common shoe, or you're fucked. Or, I mean, if you knew your murder victim at all, like that's they work backwards from there. Like, well, who did the murder victim know? Like, who who yeah. had beef with them? I mean, yeah, yeah. And the, uh, the further we go, the better we get at finding them. I feel like. Mm-hmm. I guess there are still people that that do get away with it, but I I just feel like it's so less common, especially than it would be in like the seventies. Definitely. 
Which there's also a lot less hitchhikers, I feel like. I feel like you probably run into the only ones that are still out there. I think so. (laughs) I mean, I was kind of blown away last night by running into those people being like, do you guys know where you are? I mean, you're so lucky that you ran into us, two young women who are like, very certainly are not going to kill you. (laughs) But, I mean... But could. Did you tell them that? Did you flip your heart and be like, but could? When they first came over to us and they were like, hey, we talked for a little bit. And they were like, well, do you mind if, like, would you be open to giving us a ride? And I was like, well, are you guys murderers? Only if you're not murderers was their response. (laughs) Like, I guess we're both not murderers, but. That's fair. I feel like that's a fair response. uh, Right? I mean, like. Yeah. I won't murder you if you don't murder me. Exactly. Um, So I think we we came to an understanding pretty quickly. Okay. Um, But. Yeah, I just, I think that, yeah, hitchhiking, you're just, like, setting yourself up to get murdered. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the only people that are going to stop are either people that are way too kind or fucking murderers. Right, they're just looking for that person on the side of the road. They're like, cool, my next victim. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm just waiting for this moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, mostly the kind of numbers I got where the murderer rate is close to 2.6 per 100,000, but I think an interesting fact is uh, 40% of the time, people get away with their crime. That's terrifying. 40%? Yeah. That's where did you find says. that? That's, I mean, I'm only looking at things that are just popping up all over here, but yeah, where it's did, just like this says here, how common are serial killers, on Vox. but then it also yeah. said that here, and then like... Vox. Like, it's just... I don't know any of these websites. There's I can't There's a 40% tell. chance you'll get away with murder on Vox, is what that says. Yeah. Vox is fairly reputable. Yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. But then, like I said, it's also repeated on this, the Atlantic.com. So it's not just one wow. person, one thing saying it. But yeah, okay. which makes sense because, I mean, and you listen to True Crime Podcast, how many times have they said... Yeah, they murdered that guy, but then they somehow got away, or the police brought them in, and then somehow was like, well, there's not enough evidence, so we can't take them in, so... Well, that doesn't mean that they did it. If there's evidence that shows that they did, Well, they admit to doing it later, most of the time. So, like, they'll usually, especially if it's a serial killer, they kind of, like, love that they killed people, so they're like, yeah, there's actually, like, 36 people that I killed. And then they'll be able to link them back to those kills that they were like, oh, we didn't actually have enough evidence to take you in at that point. That sucks. But at that point, <laughs> but really. I said that so casually, sorry. <laughs> at that point, that could still be bullshit, too, because they could just be trying to rack up their count there. It could be, but also. If, you, if your ship's going down, like, fuck, take as many or ships with you. if you're just mentally ill. There's a really interesting documentary on Netflix right now, The Confession Killer, and it's about Henry Lee Lucas. And he is, like, known for, he confessed to, like, 600 murders. He probably only murdered, like, five, maybe ten people. Still murdered some people. But his whole thing was, like, he was a drifter, and he'd, like, drive around. This was in, this, like, this was in, like the 60s, 70s, 80s. Um but he would just like drive from state to state and go across state lines and just kill random people, hitchhikers, random women he picked up in bars. Um, but it got to the point where like people like cops were just coming to him and being like, what about this murder? What about this murder? And he was getting a lot of attention and he loved it. And so he was just confessing to stuff yeah. because they give him cartons of cigarettes and like coffee and strawberry milkshakes. And sure. he just was getting great treatment and was getting to hang out in this cool little police station instead of the jail. Um, and then, but like, relations of these victims were coming forward finally and saying like his confessions don't make any sense like we want to know who really murdered our loved one because they're still out there um so that was kind of crazy watching that and being like wow you know these texas rangers or whatever it was kind of about how the texas rangers were 
really wanting to just clear all these cases because Henry Lee Lucas had just confessed to them. They were like, cool, you know, open and shut, we're done. Yeah, and that's another thing, too, that uh, I think is a pretty big problem in in law enforcement is, I mean, you want you want that confession so bad just to end it. So it sometimes it doesn't even matter who it comes from. Right. And it doesn't matter if it doesn't make any sense or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, you said you did it? Okay, cool. Yeah. And a lot of times that leads pressure to put pressure uh, on, you know, what's that? What's the fucking word for a goddamn person that... A victim? No, the victim's the person that's murdered. The pr- uh, on the criminal? The, the on criminal? The, the accused? The accused, that's it. Okay. That's it. <laughs> the accused. It does. Um, another thing I thought, I just am so into the true crime stuff. I have so many examples. Same, I'm same. <laughs> I've been listening to, last podcast on the left is one of my favorites, uh, but their recent special about Bob Berdella, who's like a little known serial killer, um, and kind of similar to Jeffrey Dahmer in that he was like a gay guy or liked he liked to kill men and like inflicted sexual torture upon them. Um, and like cops interviewed him several times and like came into his apartment before they actually arrested him but they were just like ew icky it's like he's like a homosexual and it's like weird homosexual shit in here gross and so in the 70s they were just like we just don't want to deal with it and like jeffrey dahmer had a victim literally return to him because like the the victim was like naked and came out of his house his apartment and was like all fucked up and the cops came but they were just like jeffrey dahmer came and and said like oh this is my boyfriend and this is all consensual, and, like, he's just too drunk. Let me take him back to my apartment. And the cops are like, ew, gross, okay. So it's like during the 70s and 80s, there was so much homophobia in, in the, you know, in cop culture that they were just like, ew, gross. Like, we just don't even want to investigate. Just do, just go. Yeah. And so, like, these dudes just got to keep murdering dudes and sodomizing them with carrots and stuff, so. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. It's, Holy it's fuck. It's pretty bad. At least it's, it's gotten better since then, hopefully. But uh, uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But don't it's know. pretty fucked up. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it still gets pretty fucked up. But that's a murky situation. Like, it, that, there, man, that's a rough job, too. That's a teachers, fucking cops, fucking investigators. I, I definitely want don't want to be a cop that's called to Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment that gets to open the fridge and see the severed heads. Like, no. can't imagine that. I don't no. want that on me. No. Um, no. So I feel for them, but... No. Or the cop that walks up and somebody points a fake gun at him. Yeah, and, and they have to make that split second, second decision about whether or not to shoot them, I guess. I don't know. It's um, intense, man. What do you do yeah, if someone's gonna... If you think someone's going to shoot you, do you shoot them? I don't know. Even if you shoot them, you don't shoot to kill, man. You, like, shoot their foot or something, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know all the details of, like, what happened, but well, the dude got killed. So, I mean, they shot him in the head or they shot him in the heart or something. I mean. You can die from a, you can die from any gunshot wound, essentially. Just, like, bleed out. Yeah. Uh, or vital organs, right? There's There's wounds that you can get that you can't fix. Uh, also, your where all your vital organs are is the biggest target on your body. That's what you aim for, the biggest Just target. The trunk area. Because yeah. that's more than likely, if you aim for an extremity, you're not going to hit it. Right. Uh, so Makes sense. you aim for the big target, and 
maybe it works out, maybe it doesn't. But if they're gonna hit, if they're gonna shoot you, do you shoot them? That's the question. How far do you go defending yourself? I mean, that's the question that police officers have to answer, I guess, a lot. That's and what I'm saying. That's a tough it's, job. It's fucked up for sure. It's a tough gig. Um, yeah, it definitely is. There's, I don't know if you guys know about this. It's like a couple weeks ago around Christmas, a police officer in Fayetteville was killed, like shot point blank by just some like random guy. Um, who was, like, mentally ill and didn't like police officers or whatever, but it was, like, a 23-year-old police officer. Um, but it's just like, oh, my God. I mean, like, fuck cops, but also, like, this guy was, like, super young and wasn't doing anything, but also, like, fuck cops. I don't know. It's hard. It it's sucks. Tough, man. It sucks. They have it's a tough. super hard job. I don't envy it, and I would never want to do it. But the whole culture is super fucked up. I mean, we know that. I've been I've been in a situation where uh, I've been like, there should be a cop here. I've also been in situations where I'm like, fuck these cops. <laughs> yeah, get these cops out of here. So it's it's tough, man. Yeah. That's a tough, tough game. It is. I don't want it any is. part of that. I know, same. And I, I have a, I have a heart. That's another fence to straddle, right? Like sometimes you don't want to support them. Because fuck them. No. And then there's other times you're like, man, I'm glad it's you and not me. And right. thank you for doing it. Cause exactly. Because fuck. So I know. It's, that's, it's like it's you, hear, you hear Blue Lives Matter and you're like, fuck you, man. Like, right. Fuck off. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I don't want to be out there. I don't want to be in Ferguson being a police officer there yeah. or in Little Rock or wherever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's rough. Uh, you would have to be a certain type of person to take on that job, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those things, too, where you want to say, like, we don't fucking need them. We're grown-ups. Right. But there's we times... We absolutely need them. There's times when we are certainly not grown-ups. I mean, humans can't have nice things. We fuck everything up. If you leave, if you leave something up to crowdsourcing, we're going to fuck it up. Everything. Um, what was it? There was some, like, English, like, researcher vessel, some boat, like, last year that was, like... They put up, there was like some new boat that researchers were going to use and they put it up to like an internet, um, like a vote. They were like, you can vote for the best name for this boat and we'll, we'll choose whatever the popular vote is to name this boat. And they wanted something regal, like, you know, like the SS Blankenship or whatever, but it ended up being Bodie McBoatface was the, was the name of the boat that the popular vote on the internet came up with. Yeah. Uh, and I think people were upset about it. Sure. <laughs> but they had to name the boat Bodie McBoatface. Uh, but there were jokes going around about, like, this is why we can't have nice things. When you leave it up to everybody else, like, you're not going to get what you want. You're going to get the popular vote, which is Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. Which, uh, look at our government. That's, it's, <laughs> that's another, we can't have nice things. It's fucked up. We can't have nice things. I know. And that's why people try to secretly take it, and then it just makes it worse. <laughs> so there's you can't I win. I know. Every turn is a wrong turn. And what are we supposed to do as just private citizens living our lives in fucking Arkansas? Mm, trying mm. to put out the fire as much as we can. Man. I know. I guess. Pissing on a fucking forest fire, that's all. Get outside and try to enjoy the beauty that we have for yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I guess. That's it live our day-to-day yep drink beers and uh make tattoos that's it <laughs> that's it if you can do that i feel like you're, you've done so, uh, something successful i think you're good after that yeah at least for the day mm-hmm. try again tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> so back to your uh adventures back to we've them. uh we've we've uh we've a straight on our own adventure here 
on this uh, political talk mm-hmm. uh, and crime talk. I know. We've gotten very crimey. We've gotten political. really into true crime. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. It's good. See, I told you, we drift. We drift. I know, I'm into it. We, that's kind of what we're about. There's a little bit of everything. We try to, uh, we try to just, just hanging out, you know? Mm-hmm. Just having a good time. With beers, yeah. And beers. It's, so, uh, just enjoying it. But, um. Do you guys ever get outside? Are you, do you, you hikers at all? <laughs> the face that Anjali's making. What the heck making? is an outside? <laughs> Sometimes we walk our dogs. Out here in the burbs. Mm-hmm. There's a park. And <laughs> it's a it's a lake. It's a it's a quote unquote lake. You yeah. know what? Actually, when I first moved down here, uh, I was on Tinder, and this guy oh, yeah. was like, "Oh, you know what I do? I like to hike, or like I like to climb things." And I was like, "Oh, okay." He was like, "Yeah, you should come meet me out tomorrow morning." I was like, "Okay, cool." Like, I didn't think anything of it. Like, I was like, "Oh, we're probably just gonna like walk on a trail." Like, this is Tinder. Can't imagine anything too intense. He was just like. And so I went out, and I own, like, no shoes. So, like, I wore these shoes that I got from Kmart, like, literally a decade ago. And I was like, all right, let's go. My hair's up in a ponytail with a ribbon. Let's do this. And he was like, all right. So we met at Pinnacle. And I was like, okay, cool. Here's, like, the path and everything. I was waiting to go on that. And he was like, we're going to go off the path. No. Uh And I was like... Okay, cool, because I didn't really know what to expect still, because I'm kind of naive about the fact that there's even bugs outside. So I was <laughs> like, yeah, cool. And then at one point, he points, and he's like, all right, so we're going to climb this. And I look up, and I was like, climb what? <laughs> what? He was like, this this mountain cliff thing. And I was like, yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah, well, I was like, okay, in cartoons, to do that weird thing where they, like, hook a thing in, and maybe he has one of those in his backpack. Like. I know where this is going. <laughs> I was like, let's do this. One and, time, uh, I tried to get her to help me pick up a TV above our heads, and... What happened? She didn't do it. Uh, no, I, I did this, and it was a lot of fun. Like, legitimately, I was very scared. He was. He kept telling me, he was like, well, first off, don't look down. And then... <laughs> Second off, your body can do more than you think it can, especially when you're scared. I was like, okay, cool. And I climbed all the way up to the top, and there were people there, and they're, like, looking down, like, where'd you guys come from? And I'm like, yeah, I just did this in my Kmart boots that have holes in them, but... On Here a first date, on a fr- on a tender first date, yeah, I had with no this, idea. with this white guy, so I was like, I could have died, <laughs> and he could have ate me. I don't know. <laughs> Never go off trail on Pinnacle with a random white guy. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. I'm skeptical. I've seen your upper body strength. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I that used I these this pictures story. on Tinder. Actually, I used it, and I you might have even swiped on me, and we Whoa. matched after I switched my pictures. So eat that, Mister pisses off of a roof of a car, and Ooh. I go, mm, that seems like a winner. Wow, was that his Tinder picture pissing off a roof of a car? Oh, yes, yeah. it a good was. Picture. It was. I I'm, met my fiance on Tinder as well, so like no shame. Nice. Uh, and I actually swiped past him a couple times because his main picture was him smoking a cigarette outside of a bar, and I was like, "Been there, done that," and swiped past that several times. I was like, "I don't know if that's what I'm looking for right now," but ended yeah. up being like, "Okay, he's cute." And then now we're engaged. Look at you now. Love you, Tyler. <laughs> 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 but he's always so ashamed, being like, "We don't need to tell people we met on Tinder." I'm just like. 
lots of people meet on Tinder. It's yeah. like no shame in our game, man. Yeah, it's fine. I think I used to have a weird thing about it. And then I just kind of, I was like, if there's any place for me to meet anybody. And then I was like, and then when they look at us, if there's any place for us to meet, it would be on Tinder. So at this point, it's almost charming. Like <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. How else would you guys have met otherwise? Uh, the bar scene. Oh, yeah. Well, but <laughs> I would have been really drunk, and there's no way I would have. I mean, I probably would have just said, hey, and then moved on. Moved on <laughs> to a stage somewhere, because that's all we, I did. We would have both been, uh, at that time, I was very, like, actually, no. I had just started calming down then, because uh, I, was, I was just getting into tattooing. Mm. So that was my focus. But before that, it had been very much just going out and just getting shit house because I had so much free time on my hands. And what else is there to do? You know? Other yeah. I would uh, sleep all day and then party all night. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's how we, if, if it wasn't for that, that's how we would have ran into each other. But it would not have ended like this for sure. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I'd have been like, this drunk ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was poor and I was a cute girl. So going out was like the cheapest thing I could do, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not going to get some drinks and have a good time. And regardless. I could sleep somewhere whether I wanted to sleep <laughs> or not. Yeah. So it was great. Yeah. Yeah. It works out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you guys went on Tinder, so not in the club. Yeah. Yeah. Man, our, but the first place that we did meet was a bar. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Because that's, I feel like that's. Everyone's like on even even footing there. Yeah, of. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's too, it's too. If you're like, uh, hey, why don't we go meet at the gym? And then it's That's not weird. like a gym person. I wouldn't like, have. This is trouble. Yeah, no, I would have been like, like no. you showed up. But also, every single time I talked to him, I was high off my ass, and I was constantly talking about pizza. So he knew he was like, this is the target audience for this. <laughs> uh, I mean, I love food. I love food. You knew what you were getting into. Yeah. Cheese. Constantly Actually, cheese. I didn't. That's not. That's not true because she's not. She, she's. She tries very, very, very hard at cooking, and she's. She's hit or miss. <laughs> I cooked for you. Wow, harsh. She's and hit I or feel miss. Like I've been doing a good job. I cooked chicken yesterday. She did. Is Last that night. unusual? I don't eat meat. Oh, so wow. I yeah. Can you cook chicken? I cook chicken oh. specifically for him. I cook wow. tofu for my... I cook two separate She did. That proteins. is a loving woman. I know. I'm, oh, my God. I don't like chicken, so I don't really cook it that much. She's hit or miss, and last night was good. Last night was good. Say <laughs> like you're surprised. <laughs> you know I what can... it is? He likes Southern food, and I like Asian food, so mm, there's just different... I like all food. Do you mm. ever eat tofu, Randy? Uh, you like tofu at all? Rarely. I like tofu. Tofu's hit or miss. It's got to be like good and crispy. It has, well, it has to be made the right way. You gotta, yeah. you gotta squeeze it. You gotta marinate it. You gotta coat there's it in so, cornstarch. You gotta fry it. Man, there's like all, you know. so much that has to go into tofu. I know it's a lot. Like it's so good. Give me a good slab of meat. I can make that so much faster and chicken's so much better. So weird though. Oh, chicken's weird. Why? I don't know. It's it's like I don't know. Texture is weird. I'm not. I'm. I. I eat meat, but not not a lot. Mm. There's different ways you can do chicken. Uh, I mean, there's different ways you can do everything. But um, I grill a lot. Grilling's good. Big fan of grilling. Mm-hmm. Um, and grilling in the winter, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I live in the burbs, man. My grill is two <laughs> and steps. It's sixty degrees outside. It's two steps from my door. 
I run outside, I throw it on there, I run back inside. I run outside, <laughs> I look at it, and I run back inside. Ever grill any tofu? No. Once. Once. And I did not eat it. Because fuck that life. Was it good? Do you remember? I don't remember this. He does he does grow like meatless things for me. Like <sighs> mushrooms are so mm. good. They're always good. I don't I do remember vaguely you grilling tofu, but I just don't remember anything about the taste. You marinated it in something. Because um, you do have to marinate it. And but I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know how long it's supposed to sit here. I don't know what it's supposed to look like when it's done. But this my meat is done, so this is done too, I guess. <laughs> Must here. be done. Yeah. And I did not eat it. You should try it sometime. Give it a try. It's, uh... I think I have to actually cook it for you with the intention of knowing that you're going to cook it. And I'll cook it really well because crispy tofu is really mm. good. I've also fried tofu before. I've baked tofu in, like, a hot wing kind of batter mm. almost. And it's so good. But... I have to know you're going to eat it because if I'm going to do it for myself really quick, then I'm just going to do it really quick and be like, ah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes but, she buys this fake sausage that she eats. It's a good Oh, it, I really like it. But it's so fucking terrible. I think it's the other thing is I haven't eaten actual meat in so, so long. So when I do, it's like weird. Like you forget what actual meat is supposed yeah, to be like. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. What brand is it? Uh, Beyond Meat, which is, like, oh, yeah. known for being a super good, like, mm-hmm. meat substitute. Mm-hmm. Their so. sausage is terrible. The burgers are so freaking... That's what we should have for dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're planning dinners tonight. Yeah. I like food a lot. I, I wasn't going to cook, so... I have a grocery store date after this, so I'm like, what am I going to make tonight? Yeah. Our, our Because of the shows, our fridge is full of beer right now and other canned goods, so we're going to have to go get some food as well. Actually, I have chicken wings. We could have chicken wings. Or she ain't going to have chicken wings. I'm going to have chicken wings. She can have whatever the fuck she wants. <laughs> this is a fun game. This is a fun game. <laughs> do you guys ever eat two... the same thing? Yes. Yes. And I do. I'll like Sometimes. dabble. I'll dabble. I'll like yeah. eat something if I'm like craving it. Yeah. You know? I'm like, ah, I want a wing. I'm going to eat 13 of them. It's cool. <laughs> but like on a regular basis, I'm yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. Very rarely. Yeah. One, one time I talked her into eating a steak. Uh, and she cooked it. Actually, hers ended up better than mine because I was teaching her how to cook it. Because I am a freaking boss. Mm, <laughs> you want to tell your potato story? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> I did not think so. Potato story. I did not Listen, think I grew so. up poor. We didn't eat potatoes. <laughs> potatoes are the what? thing potatoes you eat when are you are cheap, poor. No. Yeah. No. Actually, you know what popped up in my Facebook memories? Uh, I was making a hot dog sandwich. My oh, mom man. took a picture of it and was like, look at her making a hot dog sandwich. Listen, Aww. I can't tell you how many times I've eaten hot dogs on white bread. Absolutely. That's a jam. Hot dogs are the best. That's a... <laughs> Coming from the non-meat eater, hot dogs are oh, the best. No, right. seriously, that's the one meat. I will eat that every single really? day. I will eat it every The garbage day. meat. Wow. She does like the garbage meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot dogs are the best. Like, like a hot dog. If if like they're grilled. Mm. But she won't. No, no. I will put them in a frying pan. I will. Put them in the microwave. You, 
no, I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that is crossing the line. I will cook a lot in the microwave. That I will not cook yeah, in the microwave. The hot dog. When yeah, she moved much. in here, that that's where she started, and I was like, oh no, this is bad. This is not good. <laughs> I don't remember what even it was, but I was like, this can't, this can't happen. This is not what you use. This is not how you make real food. <laughs> this is how you make food when you live alone. And you'll put up with a lot when you live alone. Yeah. Nobody's there to see the creations that you make. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, hot dog yeah. sandwich variations that you create. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But not not no. There's some shame involved when you move in with your partner. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's not not that life. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with cooking food in the microwave. All right. Absolutely not. It can be a delicacy. <laughs> really? Go ahead. Let's hear this. What what you got? Um Tell if us you about these delicacies. Take some Those bread. are sparkling waters. Yeah. Uh the yeah. those those yeah, orange sense. ones. Those are if you like sparkling water, those are the fucking best. They're like a Tangerine, strawberry. They're so good, man. They're so good. And any of this, help yourself. Mm. Please, please, please. Thank you. Which, by the way, you were worried. You were like, two hours? That sounds like a long time. You hit it, so good oh job. Oh, my God. You I really did you it. Did. You did a good job. Wow. I'm telling you. We haven't yeah. even, like, gone to, like, a mukbang or, like, ASMR or anything yet. Yeah. I know. No, I told you. We do get off on those. There has been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These mics are so good. They're really nice. ASMR on. Do you guys ever, I mean, are you in the ASMR world at all? I'm not. I've been told I should do it, like, with, like, scratching and stuff. People would really like. That. I think your voice would really work. Like, there's something about like there's, there's something in your voice that I think like mouth sounds. That, <laughs> if that doesn't sound really weird and gross, mouth that, sounds. That, that no. I think ASMR people would really like. I'm an ASMR fan myself. I like soft spoken ASMR videos. It's funny because I'm actually deaf, so I'm like, what would even ASMR from the <laughs> what deaf is person that? be like? <laughs> really loud. That could be my tagline: <laughs> ASMR, but I'm deaf. <laughs> like, <laughs> that actually could go viral really yeah. easily. I think. Yeah, yeah. Deaf lady does ASMR. Handicap. They would be like, "How do we make this sound politically correct?" You can't say "death lady." Mm, that, they would skip over <laughs> that story. Death bitch does ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's too much of a shark uh, infested water right there. Skip it. Skip it. Next story, please. Yeah, these these are these are the best mics though. And when when I was like, okay, let's put the studio together, right. I was like, well, we're doing this some podcast. good shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's are, very nice. They're the best. She's got a uh, YouTube she's been working on, and I've been trying to tell her to uh, get a better mic. She's been using these, but she, for some reason, refuses to use these really nice no, video cameras. No, it's because I like my camera because I actually know the technology, and I know it, and it's really good, and other people use it, and other people who are in my community use it. That's mm. really what it comes down to is the fact that I know it. I put a 50-millimeter lens on it, and it works really, really well. And people have already complimented on the quality. It's great. I just have to get a different microphone, and then it's fine. Like, mm. that's What it. kind of channel have you started? Like a makeup channel? I hate talking about makeup. <laughs> no, <laughs> really? I really do. I hate talking about makeup. Um, I don't mind being like, I use this, but I literally... Because your makeup's so fucking on point. Just Thank figured, you. I just figured like, I just... you'd be doing tutorials or something. No, I would, I would literally... I would, 
hate my life honestly and because i don't do anything yeah. honestly like i do the same three looks except different colors mm. like what would i have to say you know um i like fashion so i'm trying to talk about fashion and then i'm trying to talk about myself because i like myself so, <laughs> yeah Dope. yeah so that's my channel I don't think I need to use these mics in my videos because you have to use them in the frame and that's not aesthetically pleasing oh, for me. I'm not yeah. saying you have to use these mics. I'm just saying you should, if you're not gonna use these mics, like these mics should be used, you should use a different mic. Yeah, no, I agree. I told you, I know exactly what mic I wanna get, but oh. you're just so like <laughs> adamant about not letting me just, I'm gonna use your Amazon account actually once we're done here. <laughs> oh. I'm just gonna buy it anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and say it's Christmas gift part two. <laughs> oh. I see. Love you, Merry babe. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> I'll get your candles too, because you said you wanted more candles. See, now it's a haul. There we go. It's I a need haul. Some candles. <laughs> then what? just film your haul and put it on YouTube. I did, yeah, yeah. Go. And people love that stuff. Dude, people love that. Or unboxing. I did a bag video and it's almost at a thousand views. Wow. But that's because I like to, I'm really nosy. You know, what's in your bag oh, is like kind of fun. Stuff. I know. Yeah, you're like, mm, what does she carry in her bag? Like, are I there follow- bodies or what? Like, <laughs> I follow people on YouTube that I'm like, I have no interest in, like, for some reason I'm just like drawn to you. Like, there's like a sewing channel that I'm fo- I follow that I'm just like, I don't sew, not into sewing, but like, something about this channel actually you're talking about to crime and there's this girl bailey sarian she does this uh series every monday where she talks about true crime and she puts on makeup but it's my favorite because she does not talk about her makeup she's just putting it on so it's like i I don't have to listen to her talk about her makeup all i have to do is just listen to the story and look at her face interesting yeah. What a weird mashup concept, yeah. but I love it. And that's something I would do if I were going to do anything where I don't have to talk about makeup, but mm. she's already doing it, so I'm not going to do it. But You know, what's funny is she probably, she's probably just doing that in the morning when she's getting ready anyway. She's like, no, I got she's this. not. She's mentioned it before. She's like, I filmed this and I hated my look, so I decided to refilm it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's, well, she's, that, yeah. And she yeah. also talks about how it's like really late and she lives in an apartment and how she, if she seems less enthused, it's because she doesn't want her neighbors upstairs to hear her talking about like decapitation and stuff. So, hmm. yeah. She films yeah. it on purpose. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I wonder how you come up with a concept like that. You like something and then you just find and that's the coolest thing like I that's what I would like to do is to talk about stuff because I really love talking about like self bettering yourself but I'm like how do I make this interesting and she has a good concept I'm gonna put on makeup I'm not gonna talk about my makeup like if you want to know what's here look down below whatever Mm -hmm. but she just talks about stuff she likes and I'm like how do I talk about stuff I like but make it look interesting and that's really what it comes down to yeah otherwise just have a podcast Yeah. yeah well yeah 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 that's why i'm telling you i think you should have one because uh like what you got going is pretty interesting i feel like you think so i think so because not only here's the thing not only can you talk about the places that you've gone not only or or are going or whatever the case may be you can talk about uh the wildlife there you can talk about the crazy adventures there the crazy people there you can talk about the photography part of it, your gear. You can talk about, um, I mean, there's just, I'm, I'm telling you, the list goes on and on and on. 
I like it. If you can, here's the thing. If you can make a blog out of it, you can make a podcast out of it. Because a blog is just a script to a podcast. That's true. That's true. That's a good idea. I haven't really thought about diversifying my bonds into podcast world, but. Yeah, man. It's a great idea. The history. There's all of that you can go into. All of it. I do like history. Arkansas History Nerd Podcast might be fun. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that would be, i telling you, so easy. <laughs> so easy. So easy. Even Randy Harlan can do it. Easy. <laughs> if I can do it, anybody can do it. Without a doubt. Absolutely. And you wouldn't need near as the uh, dumb setup that I have here. Where Setup's pretty awesome. It, uh, it's a work. It's a work in progress. There's still more to do. We got to get it. The next goal is to get it out of our house. Oh, and have a legit studio. Yeah. Outside of the home. Yeah. Wow. That's the next goal. What a goal. Um, maybe one it's day. It's exciting. One day. Not two days. necessary. But one day. <laughs> Eventually. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it plays out. Cool. But you, that is definitely something you should think about. I don't know what I can do it. Because I'm telling you. I like it. And I, I, I'm telling you, I can point you in the right direction. You okay. Can, I can give you some good... Uh, Good advice to get you started. Cool. We'll talk after the show. Yeah. <laughs> so tell people um, how they can follow you, how they can find more about you cool. and more uh, about that. About my hiking and my photography and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so follow me on Instagram. I'm Anna Beth Buckley. Buckley spelled B-U-C-K-L-E-Y. You can find me on Facebook with the Beth Buckley photography if you just Google that. Or there's also bethbuckley.com is my website and that's where my blog is so feel free to follow me and check out my photos and follow my adventures yeah check out where she's going that's right all the cool places go check them out go see the wildlife or the waterfalls you might be surprised uh and yeah some really cool pictures thanks randy very cool pictures (laughs) i follow your instagram and uh yeah it's rad thanks I'm like, I should go visit these places. And I'm like, mm, I've seen them. It's, it's outside, fine. though. Yeah, it's bugs. <laughs> it's hot. Mm-hmm. I'd have to get out of my car. There's no building to run into. And there's it's no fine. garage. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'm, I'm vicariously looking through your lens. That's all. <laughs> that works. Yeah. So, yeah, go check it out. Check out some prints. Check out everything, her social media. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh people get out and about i know right and not get murdered just and and don't vandalize anything y'all leave no trace and don't get murdered yeah that's better that's better advice don't (laughs) don't get murdered and don't leave your trash yeah fucking hillbillies fuckers yeah and thanks for listening see you guys next time thanks y'all later